0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we took a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler. Wait. I'm... wait. Where is Tyler? Was he not with you? I thought he was with you.
1: Yeah, we did that. Okay, moving on. Okay, yeah, so Tyler's
0: <laughs> not here today, guys. Um The voice of the intro he's, is gone. Not going. Uh, there is scheduling conflicts, issues, getting everything worked out. Tyler wasn't able to record, so it's Britton and Alex today. Um, we're also doing something a little bit different. Yeah, because we kind
1: of said, hey, we're doing Logan next time. Well, and then, we lied. Well, Tyler really wants to talk about Logan. Yeah. So we, understandably absolutely. so. So today we're just going to do like a bonus episode.
0: Yeah, we Tyler, Tyler actually found uh, Rotten Tomatoes apparently recently found like their top fifty superhero movies based on like the aggregate scores and everything. And we were like, hey, what if we made our own list? So we've all made our own list. We have Tyler's or well it had his preliminary list. We'll read it at the end. Yeah. So we're just gonna go back and forth, talk about our top ten superhero movies and, you know, have some fun doing that. And um and then theoretically the next episode we'll get all three of us together to actually properly discuss Logan. We could have done it, but like that's the kind of movie we all three of us really love it. Yeah. Um you'll probably hear about it a few times tonight. Yeah, and we wanted to make sure that like all three of us could really, really yeah. dig into it, and, and also we'll be doing it in Logan cosplay. <laughs> Who will be the little girl? Wouldn't you like to know? Please, please tell me I'm old Xavier. I don't know. Uh yeah, probably. I want that so bad. <laughs> then I, I love the idea that Tyler's Wolverine, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I'm just coming, kind of, you know giving up on life, but it's fine. no. <laughs> <Yeah." laughs>
1: Okay, so let me just say, um we are taking into account every superhero movie, including and, yeah. Wonder Woman, which is at the time of recording is already been come released.
0: Out. It's been out for like a weekish. Yeah.
1: Anything Wonder Woman or before Wonder Woman that's, before, that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I mean
0: literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely we have all kind of taken a look at each other's lists. I'm sure there have been some edits made and re ranking and everything, but yeah. uh I definitely made an attempt to pick some different... Like, you're going to hear some weird choices from me. I'm not just trying to be like, um, I thought... And just trying... I'm not trying to be weird. I, I intentionally wanted to pick movies that were kind of different so I didn't want to just get into the MCU or anything. Right. I knew that from Tyler and Alex's list, which are very good lists, I was like, oh, I'm definitely seeing some, some, some great movies and some commonalities. So I'm going to try to come up with some different stuff so we can have a variety of movies to discuss.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, these are how we feel at this present moment. Yes. Obviously... Especially for, like, a top ten list, Oh man. things fluctuate and things oh, will change. Yeah. Especially if you, like, rewatch a movie and you're like, oh, this is mm-hmm. much higher or it's much yeah. lower.
0: Some of these movies I haven't seen in a long time. I'm yeah. going by memory.
1: Yeah, some something like just present moment in time, yeah. this is how we're feeling. Let's discuss. I, I
0: could probably make this list again a year from now without seeing any new release superhero movies. So, I'm like, without, like, Thor Ragnarok or anything. And still come up with a different list. Yeah. To some degree. I mean, yeah. some, some things are going to stay there, but. It's, it's it's tricky and they're like we have honorable mentions some of my honorable mentions could switch out very yeah. easily It's these are 10 movies that I really like because I realized making this list I haven't seen as many superhero movies as y'all have um, and so I was like oh okay <laughs> let me figure out, some stuff out
1: audience keep in mind he has very recently watched both
0: Supergirl and Electra. I did well I didn't even finish Electra.
1: Oh yeah yeah. yeah I watched excuse, about, excuse
0: me Which is saying Because I'm very like Devoted to finishing my movies, Even if I hate it I also just watched Wes Craven's Swamp Thing I don't know Most of what happened Because I checked out But I finished it Darn it <laughs> Since Tyler's not here Can I swear I'm not going to Out of respect no, that's, that's that's kind of my my rule, too. Yeah, no, fine. Or,
1: or if you do, we can add a special sound effect. That's it's fine. True. We do that with me occasionally. We'll, we'll do like
0: the Craig Ferguson. We'll play like Tootsie Or something <laughs> like... Suck it up man. I'm not actually going to say No, spell.
1: no, we'll do the Wonder Woman theme every time.
0: Every time. Where's we'll like, he's swearing for
1: a long time. <laughs> yeah, good. I, I have four honorable mentions. I, I do as well. Which... Is that too many? Like... <laughs> what, what's considered the, the optimal number of honorable
0: mentions? Three seemed right, so I think we're fine. Okay. Three seemed like a good number, but I don't care. Four is good. If we had five, I think that would be a little silly. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right, because then it's like, well, why didn't you just do top, top 15? 15. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think four is a good good one. Okay,
1: so I've got uh, Batman Begins. Mm. Oh, Su- yeah. Superman the movie. Yes, sir. Daredevil the director's cut. <laughs> I've not seen it. I have. I can't comment on this one. It's a wide variety of movies I've got here. And The Amazing Spider-Man. I have seen that. Um, yeah. I, it's so weird because, like, objectively grading them, they are not equal. Yeah, and yeah. all the movies on this... Those are four very are, different movies. Uh, like, they, they are. Um, But the grading I would give each of these movies is, is not, like, the, you know, the higher we go on my list, Ooh, yeah, the yeah, higher yeah. the grade's gonna be necessarily. Right. Because a lot of the movies I've got listed on here are going to have higher grades than my number one. Sure. So.
0: Well, I think some of these two... I I, I definitely went by my favorite superhero movies. Not necessarily what I thought were the quote-unquote best. Yeah, yeah. Because if I were doing that, I'd be like all three Nolan movies, a bunch of the MCU stuff. It would be very... I probably wouldn't have some of these movies on here. So I just went by like, what do I like the most?
1: Anything touched by the Russo brothers or Christopher Nolan.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) For real, though. Like... Those but, are the guys. But, yeah. We're Batman
1: mm. Begins... Uh, like, it's really good every time I yeah, watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is a really good movie. I just... I don't have that extra oomph sure. that I get from watching Dark Knight or Dark Knight Rises. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's some extra octane in those tanks. Yeah. For
1: sure. And I don't know if it's just, like, the villains are better, but the, but they're not really because Liam Neeson is really good in it. And Killing Murphy's great And Killing Murphy's, and Killing Murphy's great oh, in yeah. it, yeah. Um... I don't know. Just, just for some reason, it doesn't like when I'm just thinking. What are yeah, my favorite yeah, yeah. superhero movies? That does not come to mind nearly as fast as the others.
0: I definitely did rewatch it because I wasn't able to do it when we did it on the podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I missed that that window to, to rewatch. I own it. I have it on my shelf at home. I just I, I need to actually make myself go back and rewatch it because I mean I know I'm going to like it, but I need to get the details again. Mm-hmm. And then Superman the movie,
1: um, yeah. Tyler actually brought this up when I had my preliminary list. It, w- it wasn't even on there to begin yeah. with. And He's like, "You gotta have that on there somewhere." I'm like, "You're right." The, the last it, time, that I, was a great. Because I because I watched it just a few months ago. And I'm like, I really really like this movie. Yeah. And like, ah, uh, Christopher Reeve, and then oh, and oh. then John Williams score. Yeah, oh.
0: Hackman, uh, Boba. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I have significant issues with the third
0: act of that movie For but sure. at least the first two are nearly oh, flawless I, I that that is on my actual list so I'll, I'll dig more into that when, we, when mm. we get there but yeah that is oh man that is a great superhero movie yeah absolutely and then uh, Daredevil the director's cut uh, well I've heard a lot of people say that the director's cut and the theatrical cut are like two different totally different movies because the theatrical cut does not have a
1: plot right it literally has the plot Cut out in the movie. It's yeah. it's a movie without a skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just cookie cutter plot points to get us to the next fight scene. Yeah, 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 and even then the plot points don't really make sense. Sure, sure. Whereas the Daredevil director's cut adds like half an hour and it fills in the plot. Yeah. Um.
0: So it's a, it's a half hour useful. Yeah. <laughs> Necessary. And, and
1: there's still a whole bunch of stupid nonsense in it. Sure. Like it still suffers. It's an early 2000s attempt at a Marvel comic. Right. Or, or Marvel comic property, yeah. Um, so th- there's just some weird stuff that happens in it. Not, it makes a lot more sense with the director's cut, but there's still stuff that doesn't quite work. Right. Um, there's who a... directed it again? A uh, Mark Steven Johnson, who also okay. did Ghost Rider.
0: Okay, okay. Because I looked it up the other day, and I can't. Remember. Oh boy, he's there you go.
1: what a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but there's something about I don't know if it's just like the visual aesthetic of the movie, but I really like how the movie looks, mm-hmm. and I think. Part of that might be I, I like the Daredevil costume quite a bit. Sure, sure. Especially because it's leather, and that makes sense, that a guy yeah. doing those things and going out and getting beat up every night, he would be wearing, like, a leather
0: outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is this something more realistic than spandex? Yeah, that's something I definitely, I think I tried to watch it, like, ten years ago or something, and just, it was theatrical cuts, so I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um, that's definitely one that I, I want to actually experience. i think seen the first season of the show, which I know you adore. The first season,
1: yep, that is um, still my favorite piece of superhero yeah. uh, media
0: ever. Yeah. I, I and I even and I look, I love Michael Clark Duncan, and it is a deep cut that we don't have him anymore. Yeah, but he's great in it. I believe, and it. and they
1: cut out his best scene. Oh, see there you go. His his opening yeah. scene
0: where you really see how much of a threat he is. Yeah, it's not it's not in the. I'm, the ass- I'm assuming that between his, his take and. D'Onofrio's take are just very, very different. They it's are hard to very compare. different, yeah. Because D'Onofrio is like a force of nature on the show. Yeah. Mean, it is unbelievable how good he is. Yeah, um,
1: and then Colin Farrell's just being like a cartoon yeah. character, but in the best possible way. Like I really like him as Bullseye. Oh, sure, I like Colin Farrell. Yeah. And Jennifer Gardner's not really like Electra at all. Yeah, but it's fine. And I, I feel that her and Ben Affleck, you know, of course. Because yeah. they got together, they have pretty good chemistry in the
0: movie, yeah. and I actually care about the relationship. And that was in the Dirt like at the height of Alias, which was yeah. like a huge show for her. So I I understand why she was, why she got that role. Yes. Yeah. She was doing that on TV, so. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, I would say, especially for people that have only seen the theatrical cut, and they're like, oh, the stupid Daredevil movie, yeah. whatever, I've forgotten about it a long time ago. Yeah. Like, give the director's cut a shot. Although... Yeah. I feel like after the Daredevil shows come out, it's hurt a lot by that sure. because that show was just on a whole other level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I realize what I'm getting into now with that context mm-hmm. with with this movie, but I still really enjoy it. And I think that's one of the
0: things is with, with with that show. People a lot of times when you hear when you see the phrase director's cut on a movie, it's not that different. Yeah, they from have the like original cut. Like, like
1: five minutes, and it doesn't really affect anything. Yeah, it
0: really doesn't change. But then Every now and again, you have a movie like Blade Runner, which has been cut, like, 16 times. Yeah. Or or this, where apparently it actually it affects the movie. It's not just like,
1: oh, look, they cut to... Yeah. It
0: actually matters. And it's funny, happens. because I, I was listening
1: to the commentary, and the producer... It's his fault that they cut it up. <laughs> it's not actually the director. And his, his original idea was, well, on the, when you're watching on the DVD, you're watching the theatrical cut... And there's like a, a little thing that pops up and you press enter on it and it goes to the deleted scenes. Oh. And then it cuts back to the a- theatrical cut. And I'm like, I am so glad they did not do that. Yeah. I'm really? glad they just made a different cut and yeah, released really.
0: that. Jeez. Yeah. Because I've heard it in a couple of different places. The director's cut is actually quite well received. It's mm-hmm. still not like revered to the level of Nolan or anything, but it, people actually enjoy it. I honestly believe Daredevil
1: would be one of the top superhero movie franchises. Yeah.
0: If that, that cut
1: had been released. I, I feel like it, it would have survived similar to at least
0: the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Right. Well, it's funny. When I went to go rent Elytra the other day, um, <laughs> they had the standard cut and the, and the director's cut. Mm. And I was like, I have a feeling these are not as disparate as... <laughs> I believe there's a scene with Ben Affleck in
1: the director's cut of Elytra. I think there is.
0: I th- I think it's not I'm that read. it matters. <laughs> no, I that was... And I have a really... I have a lot of tolerance for for schlocky movies like I can take it. Sometimes I even enjoy that. Right. I can take a punch. And Jennifer Garner is super pretty and I really like her. Just right. enjoy- I think she's a great great actress. I think she's a very good actress. Like I really enjoy Jennifer Garner. And um and so I I, I did my best but I couldn't Colin Cunningham from Falling Skies is in it, and I couldn't make it. It's fine. It's okay. <sighs> Nobody
1: is going to fault you for not getting through Electra. I did also...
0: I did watch all of Supergirl, the movie, though. People might fault you for that. <laughs> That's one of those movies... I can't defend it as a good movie, but I just can't hate it. <laughs> I gave it three stars on on Netflix out of five. Which, which is the flat middle. Yeah. Helen Slater is so gorgeous, and... I love the way it looks, the art the seat, set sets are great. There's a scene in the middle of the movie where literally a witch takes control of a crane and the crane just drives around the town just knocking stuff over. It's so silly and I loved every second of it. It's a bad movie, but I can't hate it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, And your last one was... So
1: Amazing good. Spider-Man. And, you know, we already did our full review on that, sure, sure. me and Tyler, so you can go back and listen to that if you want. Um, That's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Mm. Uh... The Gwyn peter relationship is one of my favorite on-screen romances ever. I feel like,
0: (coughs) because now, people love to hate on the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Yep. And I guess it's just because they really like what Tom Holland did in Civil War.
1: And it's also because, oh hey, they wanted to do their, their shared cinematic universe
0: and it totally flopped. Right. But I feel like I've never heard anyone criticize the chemistry between those two actors. No. That everyone, like, for, and I remember when the movie, when the first one came out, like, everyone said, these two are great together. And that's one, yeah. of, that's one of the great things about this movie is that we believe these characters.
1: And that's the core of the movie. Yeah.
0: And on top of that, I like, I like all the
1: Spider-Man action. Sure. My main problem is just the bad guy plot. Yeah. Which. Oh, the lizard, yeah. Yeah. And. I mean, it ultimately boils down to you know we said spoilers at the beginning. Yeah. We're spoiling all of these movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you guys, to spoil <coughs> on, some, on some ish. Yeah, but um, you know, the end, he wants to turn everybody in the city into giant lizards. <laughs> eh, it's kind of dumb. It's kind of <laughs> schlocky, especially because the movie's trying to be you know quote unquote dark and
0: gritty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's trying to take itself a little more seriously. Right. But then you have that dumb schlocky ending. And I and I didn't like the way he looked as the lizard. I loved the way he looked in the cartoon in the 90s yeah because you has got the big snout yeah. and, and they completely get rid of that yeah i love that lizard and again, again you're trying to make it more like if a human turned into a lizard yeah. but also you're talking about a human turning into a lizard right and i actually think Killer like
1: I, I know a lot of <laughs> a lot of people make fun of it because they're like oh it's shot at night because they want to make it like dark night i'm like yeah. i think that actually accentuates how good that suit looks so and i know a lot of people don't like it they're like oh it's the basketball spider-man suit i like it quite like a bit it. And I think, like, the, the shots were, like, towards the end where it's done with, with all the cranes that are angled to yeah, help him yeah. get to Oscorp faster. Yeah. It is gorgeous. That's a beautiful scene. Yeah. I, I remember
0: that. I think, we, I think I saw it in the theaters, actually. And I remember, like, the heart swell yeah. of that moment.
1: Also, the theme
0: music, I love it. And That's that... a very genuinely touching moment, because all the... Because they were like, Hey, we gotta help Spidey! Hey! See, see... I'm sorry, Louie! <sighs> Louie was mad.
1: And plus, if you want to make fun of that, like, it's the exact same as in the first Raimi movie, where all the, the New Yorkers throw stuff at Green Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> It'd
0: be kind of funny if in the... Spider-Man Homecoming, which is not released at the time of recording this, so we don't know yeah. if they have like a scene where were are like trying to rally people together and they're like, no, <laughs> what do you want? We're not doing that.
1: You mess with Spidey, you mess with New York.
0: Okay. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> they're all like, Nah, you're fine, I don't care. I'm um, quite excited about that movie, though. Mm. Michael Keaton as a vulture, all the levels of that is so great. Yep. He's going to be so good. Uh, those are some honorable mentions I like <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Probably talked a bit too much about them, but you know. That's the point, man. There's only <laughs> two of us. We have wonderful. Yeah. Mm, fine. yeah. Uh, what are your honorable mentions? My honorable mentions are uh in alphabetical order, uh, City Under Siege, The Crow, Dread, and Wonder Woman. I told you I was gonna go afield, so let's go afield. So what's
1: what's that first one? City I,
0: City Under Siege. I have not actually heard This, this. is a Chinese movie. Um, I'm a big Chinese movie fan. I really enjoy them. It is it's I mean maybe I think it's kinda of toes the line of superhero. Basically, uh, it's about a a a, a guy, a, a group of uh, like guys in trying to get get like mutant powers basically. Okay, and they become mutants and they run around the city and it's under siege. And then the like good guy who also gets powers like tries to fight them. Okay, or tries to defeat. them. That's basically superhero stuff. Yeah, that sounds that yeah. sounds like a superhero. It's not like plot. literally like it's not like capes and masks and stuff. Yeah, but um, I just remember seeing. I've only seen it once and it's been a minute because it's kind of hard to get a hold of movies like this. It's just it's just cool. It's fun. Um, Shu-Chi, who's one of my favorite actresses, one of the most beautiful women in the world, is in it. Uh, she's really... I I watched it, actually, because I was on a Shu-Chi kick. She's really good in it. She's like a reporter who's trying to document all of it. It's just cool. It's cool action. You know, it's only... It's kind of, uh... They they don't really get the full, like, Now we're mutants until towards the end. They just kind of... They're like, wait, we can jump higher. We can run faster. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Um... Set. it's a pretty cool picture you should all check it out um city under siege i don't remember who directed it um the crow is the next one i've seen that once oh, i saw it like six same. months ago maybe uh, i liked it quite a that bit that is a heck of a movie I, yeah. watched, I watched that movie the same night i watched boondock saints which are both movies about revenge and i think the crow is like a thousand times better than boondock saints sorry internet i, I know i love norman reedus but come on what what what, what
1: uh, city are the are the people who really love Boondock's eggs from they are probably from
0: Decula Georgia um, <laughs> or maybe Tallahassee Florida um but i uh, not Massachusetts we just where, need like a, a not wheel Boston, off, where the movie is set
1: we need a wheel of fortune type thing it's just where it's like, just we just have random cities it's like it's all right, we're city. going with that one all right it's
0: Wichita um <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, Topeka, Kansas. The Crow is such a... It's it's very violent. It's very, very dark. And I, I, I can't watch sexual violence in movies, but there is sexual violence in this. You flashback to it, what yeah. happens to a character very often. But um, that said, total revenge is gotten. Yeah. <laughs> by the man, admittedly. But still. Like, uh, Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, was in it. And the movie's probably most famous now because Brandon Lee was actually killed on set. Mm-hmm um towards the end of shooting so that's that's kind of like uh, to be fair like when you're watching it you don't
1: know they do an excellent job yeah job of, so making, much of it of making sure that that's
0: not an issue and i think it was fortunately they had filmed so much of the movie <laughs> when it happened i think it was actually filmed like doing a certain stunt so i think when i watched it a friend of mine was like that's that was the stunt mm-hmm. or that was the moment right um but he's very cool in it. It's the action's great. It looks gorgeous. The art direction's beautiful. It's it's super deep, <coughs> dark underbelly. It, of yeah. it, It's kind of like
1: how I wish Tim Burton
0: would go, like, design his movies. Mm, sure. It's kind of... Yeah, because even Tim Burton's, like, darkness is still kind of, like, happy. Yeah. sort it was like, a cotton candy thing, which I like. I think that's cool.
1: It, it's, like, a weird, like, almost, like, fairy tale-type quality yeah, to what he yeah, goes yeah. for. And I wish, particularly with the Batman movies, like if it, like, and I like the design in those yeah, in those Burton cool. movies. That's not my problem with those movies. Yeah. But if it had more of
0: the aesthetic from The Crow, I think, oh, that yeah. would really Especially because, and again at the time, those movies were very dark for superhero movies, but now <laughs> we're like, okay. Okay. Good job. But yeah, the, the, the Crow is just like violent, and it's just like mean, and I think Ernie Hudson's in it and he's great. It's just like just, it's just Mean, violent revenge Yep I guess revenge porn is not a bad It's not an accurate phrase for this Um, uh, The next one I have is Dread Speaking of mean and violent Speaking of mean violent I love it It's so good Shot in the daytime though So much of that movie takes place during the day Mm -hmm. Uh, So as some of you may know Sylvester Stallone made Judge (laughs) Dread in the early 90s Which I have not seen Um, The great Scott Wilson is in it I am the law and then they in the 2000 what was it 2009 or something they made dread 12 maybe 2012 2012 yeah they were like hey let's make judge dread the way it's supposed to be
1: and oh you mean where dread actually keeps his helmet on cuz that's the point of the character yeah and that was when a lot of
0: people were like Carl Urban should play Batman by the way Carl Urban wonderful by the
1: way Carl Urban should play Batman Carl Urban's amazing dread is kind of his audition to play it Batman it really
0: was like Carl Urban's such a great great fun performer Lord of the Rings Star Trek he's like the he's like the the uh VIP of the new Star Trek movies he's yeah. so great but i VIP or MVP MVP thank you there you go there you go AVP and then... <laughs> yeah, he's the A V P P Requiem. he's not he's far from that He's he was he, he so great
1: he would have made that movie watchable
0: probably honestly he was also in Doom which is one of my favorite video game movies maybe the only video game movie i like that movie's so bad. Well, a friend of mine once said, that movie's, for a dumb movie, it's pretty smart. Which I think is the best review of that movie I've ever heard. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just, uh, D- Dread is, it all takes place pretty much in one day. It's like him scaling. It's a, it's a day in life. Yeah. It's him, like, scaling the the tower of all these, like, drug dealers and stuff and just, like, violently killing people with, like, the, the newbie, Olivia Thurlby just, like, I'm gonna learn. And he's like, no, you're not. And he just like starts blasting people. It's yeah. not like The Raid, which is a great Indonesian action movie. And then um, Lena Heavies, the bad guy. Yeah.
1: And she's yeah. she's unrecognizable. Yeah. Her, especially after like watching her so long on Game of Thrones. Her it's, pre-Game
0: of Thrones career is amazing. Yeah. It's so wild. She was Sarah Connor, for heaven's sake. Oh, that's like, true, yeah, yeah. The TV show. And then
1: she's in the purge. Yeah.
0: She's Ethan Hawk's wife in that. Yeah, she just has like the most just the weirdest career. It's a great career. Um but yeah, Dread is just again, it's it's it was one of the rare instances where they said, well, "Let's just make an R-rated violent version of this character." And it was appropriate. It was yeah. what we needed. It was what was supposed to happen with that with that character. And I've actually seen the first Judge Dread, if I have, it's been a very, very long time.
1: Too bad it was horribly
0: marketed and nobody went to see it. Yeah, but everyone
1: I've talked to who has seen the Carl Urban Dread says yeah. it's awesome. I saw it with a couple of buddies of mine opening weekend. We were the only ones in the theater. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It, it was it was pretty bad, and, and all of us were just like, this movie's amazing,
0: why yeah. is nobody else in here? I mean, yeah, well, they like said the marketing was really bad, and that's not a character that has enough familiarity outside of the Stallone movie. Which only hurts it. Yeah. And, I mean, what, he's not like a DC character necessarily, is he, like, what comic? Uh, is it 3000 AD? It's a British okay. comic. Because, like, it's just, it's a great movie. If you don't like violence, don't fool with it. But man, it's good. Uh, And then Wonder Woman, which is uh, that was I have seen it once, Um, so I need to see it again. Tyler loves Wonder Woman. I just want to tell everybody that. And I really, really liked it too. Um, The the the, we sort of go in reverse alphabetical order in terms of liking it because Tyler (laughs) liked it the most, then Britain, then Alex. So TBA. We'll we'll record that TBA. I don't want to go, I don't want to step too far down this road because we will spend the next hour talking about this movie. Yeah. And I don't want to do that without Tyler. We may end up just having to do an episode on it just so we can properly discuss it. But I I really liked it. The things I liked most about it are so, I like so much more than the problems I had with it, which the problems I had with it are fairly minor, like little filmmaking things. It could have been shorter, the villain could be better. The ending could be better. Yeah. Stuff like that. But when it comes to like, the things I wanted from that movie, I got. Yeah. And it has one of the best superhero fight sequences, which is in the middle of the movie. She fights a bunch of Germans, and it's so good.
1: I mean, full full spoiler, she can...
0: Yeah. It's so heroic and actually heroic. We were watching it. Alex actually said to me, she's a better Superman than Superman.
1: No, it's at the end, when once she saves the town and everybody starts applauding her. Yeah. I'm just like... D-. Yeah. Just start playing the John Williams Superman music. Yeah. It works perfectly.
0: <laughs> it, it, she, she, is a better, she is the Superman of this universe. Of, of the DCU. It is so sad. It, it really is. Especially, I mean, again, we are not sh- short on great Superman movies, but come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I just feel so bad for Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a good guy, he seems like.
1: Um, I, I don't want to talk too much about Wonder Woman. I I, I was ultimately kind of disappointed. Yeah. Um. Right now, if I had to grade it, graded, I'd be sitting at like a C plus and I don't see it going any right. higher. And remember, C for me is average.
0: Yeah. That's that's still not a bad thing.
1: Yeah, that is still technically a positive review I am giving it. Yeah. Uh Yaga Dot and uh Chris Pine, uh-huh. they are the heart of the movie and they
0: are They're excellent. Both wonderful.
1: Um Absolutely. I kind of wish more of the plot, like even more of it, was focused on them instead of the villains. Because sure. I think I think the villains
0: are flat out terrible. They're yeah, which is no not a criticism of the actors. David Doolis is the no, man. No, no, no. The, the, they're giving good performances. The, the writing for them is just so bland, and 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 they're discussed throughout I, the movie as being these like huge threats. Yeah, like
1: I like I don't want to get into it too much, but I'm yeah. like. I don't know just seeing Lupin in mm. CGI god armor, Skyrim is- armor with 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 the mustache underneath and everything it's it's I found it comical. Yeah. I hated that third act. Yeah. And, and not to you know start Snyder For, bashing right. but it I was getting horrible flashbacks to
0: Batman versus Superman. And that was really the only time in that movie that I felt that way. Yeah. The rest of it did not feel that way and I even like I'm by that point I had the movie had generated enough goodwill from me for the rest of it.
1: Yeah, and that seems to be the general consensus from most people that are watching it. Or it's like yeah. the movie's so good by that point, it doesn't really matter. I've
0: heard a lot of like everyone I've talked to has been like, "Yeah, that fight in the middle is amazing. She's great. We love I Chris." Wish that
1: was the climax of the movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's such a moving, just shot in the arm, and it's just a really well choreographed, well shot slow motion in this movie didn't bother me. Yeah. It was kind of cool I just yeah. found it weird how that that seemed just
1: so well thought out and then mm. the endings just like they will find an airfield and there'll be explosions yeah. it's fine
0: that's a my favorite Chris Pine bit, bit of Chris Pine acting is in that section of the movie yeah
1: like I said that is a mainstay throughout the whole movie even yeah. when the, the third act is just like threatening to yeah. destroy what goodwill I had towards the movie yeah there's still the two of them and
0: that, that the, the Chris Pine thread in this movie is really really good yeah he's awesome. Yeah, and like I said, I just wish it would, was a little
1: more about them. Like, right. everything else felt oddly hollow to sure. me. Sure, But then it would cut back to them like, okay, I'm enjoying yeah, it. And, and then literally any time it would cut away from them, I would get bored.
0: Sure. Yeah, I didn't... I li- There's a character named... Um, C- C- Celine. I can't remember his name. I liked him. I really enjoyed his work. Yeah. Most of the other characters are just kind of in the movie. Yeah. So we don't want to go too hard on it. I think we're probably. I think Towers in the A range. I'm in the
1: high B, probably. Low A like range. we didn't. We didn't specifically talk about grades, at least with
0: him. No, no, no. But, no. but from he, from the conversations he, I've had with him,
1: he has seen it twice, and he said he liked it more the second time. Yeah. And this was after I had laid out all of my problems that I had with it. Right. Um. But yeah, I. I. It's a step in the right direction I'll Absolutely. say that
0: Absolutely um, This is the best DCEU movie Which is not a high bar It's also the best Female superhero movie Neither of those Are high bars See,
1: though It's weird I feel like I have More investment In the plot Of Man of Steel sure. But I have more investment In the characters At least yeah, The yeah. two of them In right. Wonder Woman Right It's Can I just like Can I somehow just Cross, yeah, the, cross the streams Just kind of Yeah really uh, I'm, I'm. Just get Russell Crowe To hang out with them It'll be fine
0: <laughs> I think that monster was evil.
1: Okay, so now that we so here we go. Armal mentions, and we're already half an hour in. Let's let's get moving. So, do you want to do your your first or mine
0: or? Uh, you go. All right. So my number first, ten, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two.
1: Super um, fun. Also
0: from this year, another movie we saw together. That's true. Tons of fun.
1: Um, and I'm a guy who I like the first one. I don't love it. Yeah. I think it's fine. It's good fun, but it's it's I don't think it's anything really that special. I've seen each one of them once. Yeah. So I've, I've seen the second one twice at this point and like there, there's some soap opera ish sure. plot stuff between the characters. And I don't really like Nebula and her, and her sister, like their sure, stuff sure. that felt very rushed. Like that. That's, yeah. That,
0: that also felt like one of the few times in this movie they went, all right, James, going to do your thing, but please plant seeds for the next thing. Yeah. Because they mentioned Thanos a lot, so oh, right, yeah, I-, I feel like that that should have been like
1: saved for a third movie, sure. and then that's where that gets resolved. So there's more room to breathe. Yeah, but
0: there's just so much
1: to love in this movie. It's so creative. Oh, man. I love,
0: I love the volume two uh, mixtape. Great, great stuff. I love the uh, the arcade that all the golden people are using to fight in. There's- yeah, we were sitting with a bunch of our friends, and we all just cracked. Everyone in the theater just cracked up when we realized it was an arcade.
1: Uh, it has the best Stanley cameo. I think, think hands down. Really?
0: Yeah. I don't know what mine would be. Well,
1: it's just because all the, all the fans have right. have been like, "Well, he's showing up on all of these movies. Is he a watcher?" Mm. Like that's a fan theory, and they they've uh, kind I of thought about that. They okay. they've Definitely. thrown a, they've thrown a bone to the fans, which is always yeah. you know something to to admire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but for me, it really comes down to. Uh, Star-Lord's arc in the movie it's and him good. dealing
0: with his father I think this is a better arc than the first movie de- for him yeah. definitely because it actually let it, it dealt with him as a character and not just well you're the main guy so right. hero there were two
1: moments that specifically Jordan. you know spoke to me and it's um, when, when uh what's his face? Kurt Russell
0: Kurt Russell who's so freaking good in this movie Ego
1: no, no I, oh, I was Ego. trying to I was yeah, trying to Ego. think of his name in the movie yeah, yeah. Ego Ego by the way it's awesome that we actually get to see his face and <laughs> yeah. the planet that oh, oh. Man. but but the Super but fun. the moment where he where he tells him, you know I, I put the tumor in your mom, yeah. oh, and then there him, was like, like gasping in the theater when that happens, and then immediately, star lord just like he he the spell breaks, mm-hmm. and he just shoots mm-hmm. him. And I'm just like powerful that was like a visceral reaction that kind of played that very, very yeah, well. and then at the end where he's like you killed my mom and you destroyed my mixtape. And uh, then they start playing up... Uh, what, what's the, the chain? chain. Yeah, the chain, right? Right, And, and it, Oh.
0: Yeah, I, I... It's very... Kurt Russell... and I, I, I've never been this... I don't dislike Kurt Russell, but I've never been like, uh, oh, Kurt Russell's the man. I love Kurt Russell. <laughs> he runs... But he's so good in this. Yeah. This movie also... The opening fight scene is set in the background of baby group right. dancing. Yes! Oh, it's beautiful. Which is so good. But all of us watching were a little concerned. We are like, okay, is this... Gonna be the movie, yeah. Because I was a little worried that they would overdo Baby Groot, because obviously he's super cute and he was everyone's favorite before the movie even came out. They do; it's just the right amount, right? Them. There is some extend. Th- there's one bit of comedy with him and Yondu and Rocket that does go on a little bit too long, but I laughed the whole time. Yeah, he also throws up on himself, and I bark laughed <laughs> just loudly and obnoxiously. It was so funny. Um, the Baby Groot is awesome. Yeah, I still am gonna keep beating this drum. Everyone gets all excited about Vin Diesel. Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon is maybe my favorite performance in the MCU. Yep. He's so... And it's because you never think to yourself, man, Bradley Cooper's great. You think, oh, Rocket's great. Yeah. Because he doesn't... He's not doing like a kooky voice. There's not a trace of Bradley Cooper in that character. Yeah. It's such brilliant work. And the stuff... There's this one shot of Rocket in this movie from... It's from the back as the, the ship doors are closing and it's just heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. And, and it's because you're, like, so invested in this guy. I love Rocket as a character, and Bradley Cooper just nails it. <laughs> I still love him the first one. When he's like, I need that guy's eye. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. It's important to me. He starts <laughs> laughing. Yeah. such a great take. Dave Bautista, I feel like they have him do the same joke about, a lot in this movie.
1: They play him too much as a
0: buffoon, and he's not He's not. He's not supposed to be that. Yeah, they go a little afield with him, but that's it, because Dave Bautista <laughs> is secretly a brilliant actor. Yeah. He nails it. I mean, he nails it every
1: time. If they had, like, he he like just bursts out laughing way too many times. Like, if yeah, they had yeah, that yeah. once or twice, once or twice. Yeah. then it would really like okay, like the audience. Very funny, yeah. I feel like the, the you get a bigger reaction from the audience when he starts busting out laughing, yeah. but he does it
0: too much like three, four or five times. Yeah, yeah. and again, he, he does it well every time because he's he's a very gifted actor. Yeah, um, I'm really excited to see his career take off because he's going to be in the new Blade Runner and he wears mm-hmm. glasses. I mean, um, he was great in Spectre, and, Spectre, he, and he had yeah. one line. And he seems like... I don't know if anybody's seen any interviews with him. He seems like just the sweetest, nicest guy. Yeah. Some yeah, loved him. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Debicki was great as Aisha. Um, also, Angsty Teenage Groot, so funny. <laughs> so smart, so well done. A friend of mine, my friend Sarah, who I've mentioned on here, was like, I wonder if they did an Angsty Teenage Groot. Like, two seconds later... Also, maybe such a fun credits role, not just the scenes, because they start playing like the, the Guardian's rap that James Gunn wrote. Yeah. You know? it's,
1: it's David Hasselhoff. He does part of it, right? He, he comes in
0: and goes, We are Groot. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that this movie, at its emotional apex, can have a David Hasselhoff cameo that doesn't reduce the. If, the and the and I'm just like, punch. not
1: immediately taken out of the movie. I know, and I was just
0: like. It almost worked more.
1: <laughs> I can't believe the third act is just a whole bunch of things like exploding and crashing into each other and I think it might be one of my favorite third acts and of it, it, any superhero
0: it, movie. It functions so well. Yeah. Also, the real hero of this story is Michael Rooker as Yondu.
1: Oh my god. They made me care about him. Like, yeah. I, I liked him fine in the first oh, one sure.
0: but it's just like, okay, he's a side character. In this one, He's he becomes the actor. Like, Star-Lord's the protagonist, is the hero. Yeah. And... Some of that, comes. Michael Rooker, great character actor, has been working forever, Walking Dead is where I really took to him um, as Merle. Well, well, well. <laughs> but he and James Gunn are like great pals, and he's in all James Gunn stuff. Yeah. James Gunn clearly knows, and clearly values Rooker, and what I loved about this movie was it was very clear that James Gunn was like, I want people to see what he can do, because you get a little bit of everything we love from Michael Rooker. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to somebody, he's a big Michael Rooker fan, not a big MCU fan. And I was like, you ought to see it just because Rooker. I mean, they really nail it with him, with that character. But as someone who appreciates the actor, like, I really feel like a lot of people are going to come away from this having a new appreciation for him because every beat of that character he just nails. And they mm-hmm. really play to Rooker's strength. And it's just, man, yeah. A plus uh, Rooker. Um, when we eventually do the MCU, we can really do it. Because I know Tyler loves this, and I'm excited to hear his, yeah. his extended... Take on it, but yeah, Guardians Two is tons of fun.
1: I, I was I was shocked that I enjoyed it as much as I did. Yeah, I, yeah. I was expecting. Okay, it'll be fun like the first one,
0: yeah. and then like. But it is, and it's fun it, from like the start to the, beat, to the yeah. end. Yeah, it hit
1: me where I lived. Yeah, and <laughs> the girl
0: Palm Cle- Clemente, the girl who plays Mantis, is great. Uh, my number ten choice is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: The Secret of the Ooze. Go, Ninja! Go, Ninja! Go! Yes, sir! Again, I'm going by favorite, not by best. Uh, I grew up on the Turtles. Uh, very, very special characters. Very special franchise, both me and my sister. The second one I def- is definitely my favorite. Because the first one is probably a technically better movie. The second one's more fun. It also has a great exchange where Michelangelo is about to eat a piece of pizza, and he says, Ninja pizza! And Donatello goes, Ninja pizza? And Michelangelo says... Pizza that vanished quickly without trace. And then he eats it. And it's awesome. And also, we get a new friend, Kino, who's a, a pizza delivery guy, who's also great at martial arts and fights the bunch of the Foot Clan in an underground mall. It's fun. It's childhood. It's 90s. It's nostalgia. Taka and Razar from the, the cartoon and from the comics come in, and they look great. Like, I totally understand everyone's cynicism about the turtles. I totally get it. For a child of the 90s, they're the thing. The animatronic work on these turtle costumes is unbelievable. They look so good, and they hold up so well in both of those movies. Turtles 3, we don't really need to worry about, but Run and 2, it's just, it's fun, it's silly. There's this great part where they're like, it's quiet, and Mike's like, yeah, a little too quiet. And they keep doing that joke, and someone goes, hey, look, there's Raph. And Michael Angel goes, yeah, a little too wrath. <laughs> Which is like such a such like a comedy bang bang joke. Ah, That's it, man. Love that movie. Well,
1: I haven't seen that. I don't think I've seen any of the original ones. I my first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie was the two thousand seven all oh, the CG anim- animated one? Yeah. That's pretty fun. With yeah. Chris Evans. That's true, As yeah. Casey And I believe Patrick Stewart's the
2: bad guy. Maybe I think.
0: Maybe. Z Zhang isn't it, I don't know. Isn't Sarah Michelle Gellar April? In that? Yes, I believe so. Mm. It's pretty good. It's a pretty neat movie. It's not like perfect. I remember it's... the animation being really cool. It is. It is. Yeah, it's a pretty solid picture. The people who made that were gonna do a Sly Cooper and they never did. Uh, that's like, awesome. Oh, that's well, no. That'd be great. Yeah, but but
1: all I have to say in response is go ninja, go ninja, go. Vanilla Ice, my friends. Yeah, and that's a, Never that, again. That's a
0: hard movie to recommend to someone who didn't grow up with it because it's so ensconced in its own time and in my memory. I...
1: I no, no. <laughs> you should watch the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies almost backwards. Like, watch the, the two
0: newest Michael Bay produced ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: then go back and watch this and be are like, oh, how quaint.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's... God, these two new ones are... I mean, out of the shadows, my sister and I saw it together and we were like, that was better than it should have been. It's not good. I... We had a better time than we were supposed to have. I guess the only one I have seen is the 2007 one. I haven't seen any of the new. If anybody movies. really wants to get into turtles, watch the animated show that's running right now. Yeah, what I've seen of it is fantastic.
1: I remember the the one that they ran on Nickelodeon like 10, 15 years ago was
0: pretty solid as well. I've heard that. I, don't think I actually saw that one. But what's uh, number nine? X two uh, X Men United. Now, this is another
1: one. You can go back and listen to the episode where me and Tyler just gush all over this movie. Yeah. Uh, this is a consummate sequel where it's just like, hey, you know all these cool ideas we kind of hinted at in the first one? Yeah. Well, now we're actually going to do them.
0: I've, I've seen this years ago. It, my One of my favorite X-Men performances, though, is Alan Cumming as a Nightcrawler in this. So that, that's what I remember most from this.
1: Don't bring him up because then I'll just be like, why didn't they bring him back for X-Men 3? I
0: couldn't agree <laughs> with you. And I've heard a lot of people say that. They're like... He was one of the best parts about two. He's so great. But for me, it all comes down to I just find the the conflict
1: between not only Xavier and Magneto fascinating, but then you bring in Stryker as sort of the like Xavier stuck in the middle, and you've got Magneto and Stryker on the two opposite extremes. Yeah, and yeah. And I find yeah. that really fascinating, and where the X-Men have to that they, they their mentor is kidnapped along with with several of the students, and they're all falling apart and then they have to come together and they have to unite <laughs> so the title actually works yeah although i feel like they should have just called it x-men 2 yeah but i i, I really love that movie um it's not my favorite x-men movie mm-hmm. uh we we will Do, get there to be discussed might dis- as well to be discussed um but yeah if you, if you guys want to go back and listen to that episode you can um
0: what's your number nine my number nine is i believe oh I don't even need to look at the list. My number nine is Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, uh, which is actually something I think we've mentioned on the, don't laugh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> as, as far as, let, you okay, buddy? I'm dying <laughs> over here. We're fine. As, as, as far as making a movie of a TV show goes, this is one of the more accurate, like, this is exactly what a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie should be. It's a ninety-minute episode of Money More from Power Rangers. But what I really love about it is one, Ivan Ooze is awesome. It's a great villain. It's, it's a, a really genuine performance. It's
1: a genuinely good performance. It really is,
0: not just like you know for a but he's actually great. And he has his great what's, line. What's
1: the actors? I don't. Uh, Paul Freeman. That's it. He, he is Raiders, right? Yes. Yeah, he's Belloc in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just saying. How? Talk about two
0: different performances. I know. And he's great in both of them. He has this great line where he's like, the Power
1: Rangers, oh, where's my autograph book?
0: <laughs> and he just, but he also, when he gets sinister, it's like yeah. intimidating. Oh, his laughter. Oh, yeah. Like, like his maniacal laugh is actually kind of scary. For a guy whose whole thing is ooze, Yeah, he's way scarier than every other villain in the Power Rangers world. And when he shows up, you're like, I understand why he's a threat and why... And he immediately, like... Like Trap Zed and, you know, <laughs> yeah, Oh like, man Oh they're,
1: they're nothing Compared to me Yeah <laughs> M- and My favorite part Is when he's attacking The command center And he's mm-hmm. like All the, the The great events In history That I missed <laughs> And he says Oh the, the Black uh, The Black Plague Yeah The Spanish Inquisition The Brady Bunch Reunion Yes
0: it's so silly. And, I'm like, and this, intentionally silly. This makes
1: no sense that he would actually know that the Brady Bunch reunion is a thing,
0: but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> He's so great. And this movie also did something that I, I appreciate more now. And I appreciate it when I was little. The Power Rangers have new abilities. Like, the Pink Ranger randomly has, like, a whip that she can use. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. Or is that? Yeah, that's her. Uh, the Blue Ranger has, like, a taser thing.
1: It's like a grapple thing. It's like a grapple it looks, thing. It looks like a taser. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. And you get to see them fight in their, like, original suits, but then they get their ninja powers, and that's cool. And then you get to see the ninja zords fight Ivan's giant robots. Although it looks terrible now. It, it does. But as a child... Because one of my big problems with the show, even when I was little, was they would bring out the zords, and they would immediately form the megazord. Yeah, yeah I wanted to watch the individual animal dinosaurs mm-hmm. fight. And in this movie, we get it. It doesn't look great now. But the fact that they even took the time to... Do, like, we have a frog's door. What would he do is is special to me. And there's a genuinely great bit of comedy in this movie. There's a, Actually, there's numerous. But there's one where... Uh, uh, intentional. Intentional comedy. Where the girl who wears a bikini so that the dads don't mind bringing their kids to the movie. Um, who's, like, helping them get the ninja powers. Oh, Dulcia. Dulcia. That's, that, there you go. Why do, why do I remember that? <laughs> oh, I re- oh, I know. She she's talking to all of them and she's like, and Kimberly and you'll be the crane and yeah. this and she goes, Adam, what's wrong? And Adam goes, I'm a frog. <laughs> yeah, a frog. And she's like, you become a prince. I'm like, you don't even have anything to save it. <laughs> this is great. It's so silly and it's so fun. And it's it's again, it's just a <clears throat> nostalgia, but it's hard I, I don't know if I can defend it as a great movie, as a piece of Power Rangers media. It's extraordinary. <laughs> There is also a part where they're fighting a, a, a dinosaur skeleton that's been reanimated mm. and like climbing his back, and you can see the bone, which is clearly foam, like bend. Oh
1: yeah, it's terrible. I love it. It's terrible. I love it I, it's it is great. terrible. It's great. But, it's, like I love, but no, I, love I, it. it's I love watching it. It's it's, it's so bad, yeah. but I love it. That movie, Especially,
0: yeah. That I, movie works beautifully yeah. well.
1: Um, can I just say a weird thing, and i I probably will never get the chance to bring this up again. I had a VHS copy of the Pagemaster, oh, the Macaulay sure, Culkin sure. movie, and at the beginning of that was like a five-minute little behind-the-scenes making-of sneak peek at the Power Rangers movie, and they do like a little yeah. montage thing at the beginning, set to music from Predator. That's awesome. And it's actually like, oh, no, 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 they start off with like, a song by the guy who does the Power Rangers theme, but it's yeah. like a darker, like fast-paced wow. song. And it actually is like, as a kid, it kind of freaked me out. I was like, sure. oh, is wow. this like a dark Power Rangers movie? It's before I saw it. Yeah. And then they start playing Predator music. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> like, I went back and watched
0: it. I was able to find it on YouTube. Yeah. I was like, who made this? The, well, the Power Rangers movie, it tries to be dark because they have all the, all the ooze takes over, like mind controls all the adults. And, well, it's like, oh, Zordon might die. Yeah. And then they have like, all, but his plan is to have all the adults be mind-controlled and then just walk into a crater. And then commit suicide, yeah. It. And there's also a part, though, where like, because all, all of the kids in Angel Grove are like getting, it's totally like a drug metaphor, cause they're high off the ooze, and they're playing the song that goes, uh-oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> also, Bulk and Skull are just there. Are, are they supposed to still be teenagers? Because if so... I don't know. They look like they're like 35. I just remember and... there was like a shot. Because we don't... We never... The kids aren't like eating it or sniffing the ooze. Yeah. They're just like looking at it. But they're totally like whacked out. Oh,
1: I love the scene where Ivan Ooze is is, is, is in his, his salesman costume. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. It's so good.
1: <laughs> and he's like, throw it in your parents' faces, whatever. Yeah. And, then, and and you see a bunch of kids standing around. And this guy ran was like, I want some! <laughs> it makes... <laughs> No, no sense,
0: and it's beautiful. Also, the opening is them uh, skydiving, just because they do extreme the sports. The opening half hour is them skydiving, and then them rollerblading. <laughs> and then rollerblading, to show how extreme 90s they are. So good. Number eight. It's like 90 minutes, and it should be like 50. <laughs> I would take it two hours. I don't know I'd take two hours. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I say that, but... You know. That's for Amy Jo Johnson, so... That That's true. Fun. It's true.
1: Number eight. Very true. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Mm. I watched this just a couple of days ago because I've got a bunch of MCU movies on here and I'm not sure, yeah. or I wasn't sure how I wanted to rank them. Yeah. Um. This one I think is great in terms of a character standpoint. True. I totally love the conflict. And it's great because I have listened to countless reviewers on YouTube that I really admire and i respect their opinions and i've got two opposing ends where some people are like oh iron man's his his whole philosophy and how he wants to get things done totally stupid makes no sense i'm totally on steve's side yeah and i've got people saying the exact opposite thing but they're saying it each of them as a criticism of the movie is like Mm. this side is so extreme and so nonsensical that it doesn't work for me
0: so I guess the fact that, that exists means the movie's working.
1: Yeah, and, and then, <laughs> and then me locally. sitting here in the middle, I'm like, I see both sides. Yeah. And the fact that you two are compl- complaining about it yeah, from yeah, opposite yeah. ends makes me like the movie more. Absolutely, yeah, I can see that. The the conflict between Iron Man and Captain America is fascinating sure. in this. And I really like how it picks up on a lot of plot points from Iron Man 3, Winter mm. Soldier, Age of Ultron. Uh, Tony Stark 3. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not a criticism it really does a good job of picking up most of those plot points and at least the character things. And I would say my main flaw is despite how well the Russos are doing and juggling all these characters, they're able to give Black Panther a character arc. Yeah, yeah. And he's in it for like 10 minutes. They're able to
0: introduce him and give him an arc. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and and it works and I don't question it. That being said... There are some characters that probably shouldn't be in the movie. Spider-Man, as great as he is, yeah. as much as I love Tom Holland, probably shouldn't be in the movie.
0: Sure, 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 Ant-Man, probably shouldn't be in the movie. The most that the Spider-... Having Spider-Man... The, the, the most that does is it saves time during Homecoming. Yeah. Because they're like, okay, he already knows Tony Stark. You all know why he knows him. We can just But it,
1: But there. it just bothers me how, you know, Tony's like, okay, I'm finally going to take down Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to go get this kid in New York. Yeah. And he'll help me... Despite the fact that we're probably going to be fighting Winter Soldier and who knows if he's going to try and murder us all. Yeah, exactly. Uh, ah, yeah. it's... Also, how much does Spider-Man actually know
0: about the Sokovia Accords and what the Civil War is actually about? Right, right. And how much is he just like, I get to hang out with stuff. Yeah. Um, For me, it's hands down the best fights in the MCU. I
1: love... I'm, I'm not sure because I don't think the CGI is that
0: good in sure. the movie. Sure,
1: sure. Particularly, I think Spider-Man is very distracting because it's a completely
0: CGI right. costume. I wasn't in terms of the choreography. Yeah, just like the way that they arrange these fights and the way they had these. Even just when it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier fighting like all the SWAT guys at the mm-hmm. beginning is brilliant. It to me, this movie works really well as an action movie, just as like cool choreography with yeah. like quippy dialogue and fun actors. Like, yeah, that's why I like it. Um,
1: but yeah, I, I also. I feel like this is what a lot of Marvel movies suffer from. And this is probably just because you've got so many different creative people working on it. Yeah. Some plot points you're just going to have to accept. Right. Like, it's just certain things you just kind of have to let slide where it's like, they probably should have addressed where Nick Fury was. Doesn't matter for the sake of this movie. Right. He'll
0: show up later. And and the other problem that the MCU has now, which is Mm -hmm. every movie has to react to seven movies and set up seven movies. Which doesn't really bother me because that's how comics work. (laughs) Oh, exactly. And it doesn't... Usually bother me either, except so I watched Civil War sort of out of time. Yeah, I was, and, and so I was like, "This movie's really fun. I can't care about the story." Yeah, because I think Civil War suffers from that the most. Guardians Two and Guardians One are so in their own mm. thing.
1: But I think if you do actually like marathon it, or yeah, at least if I did that. at least the Iron Man and Captain America movies right. and the Avengers movies, obviously, right. I feel like that makes that ending really yeah. powerful. I,
0: I, I definitely think it would. Um, Tony uh, Downey does some has some beautiful levels in this. Oh, he's great! The shot of uh, the oh, shot the the frame where he like moves the gun and the Bucky shoots it, and, mm. you, and the look on his face is so good because it's like, oh, he was gonna shoot me in the head. Yeah, and it's a moment of kind of ooh for the audience, but it's also like start going. There's stakes right now,
1: and I don't I don't want to go back to Batman vs Superman bashing, but at the end when it's the fight starts because there's a realization about (laughs) iron man's parents getting killed yeah and he's like he killed my mom i do not care i'm going to take him down yeah i'm like i i feel it i I (laughs) I get it i I feel the stakes and and it like i don't know there's a lot more here
0: right absolutely yeah i think it's (coughs) i I really really like it um for me it's more surface level stuff yeah like the fights and everything but yeah I i wholeheartedly agree
1: um, I I've, I think it does suffer a lot from the plot is so ambitious and it's got so many things moving. Yeah. Some yeah. stuff falls through the cracks. It the definitely. plot is not as tight as it probably could be. No. But when you've got this many characters and there's so much fan service going on, and you've got the airport fight where everybody's just fighting each other, yeah, and yeah. the whole time I'm going, Why is vision not just stopping all of this? Yeah, because vision whatever. Can just neutralize everybody. Also, where is vision in the beginning when Scarlet Witch accidentally blows up that building? Yeah. It, it's it's little things like that. It doesn't You know, I I get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. But still... And I'll watch Elizabeth Olsen in literally anything. Like,
1: I I respect the Russo brothers a lot, and I think they're very good at telling a story. I I feel like they've got answers for that. Right, right. But it's not in the movie.
0: Yeah. The MCU is... We'll only be able to truly evaluate the MCU when it's done, and we can watch (laughs) all of it together. Because right now, it's like watching a TV show where you go, Hey, this plot point, this is kind of... Why haven't they addressed this? Oh, well, the season's not over. Right. Once the season's over. Yeah. Uh, My number eight was The Rocketeer. Um, Have not seen this either. I've seen it a long time ago. But, I I mean, it really stuck with me. It's just, it's high-flying fun. It's set in the 20s, 30s, 40s, all of which are the same decade. Um, I mean, he's fighting Nazis. Take that, history. And it's uh, Joe uh, Johnston who made the first Captain America movie, and Jurassic Park 3, and... I think Jumanji. And the
1: live action parts of the Page Master. And the live action parts of the Page Master. So Bringing it
0: back! Three for four. <laughs> it's fine. But I this movie has such a great feel of like old Hollywood. The villain is an old Hollywood like matinee idol it's played Timi- by Timothy Dalton. I love that. And, and Jennifer, Con- Jennifer Connelly, Connelly like, is like yeah. the, the 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 babe. Um, Alan Arkin is in it. Terry O'Quinn from Lost plays Howard Hughes. Yeah. Um, because it's, like, half aviation fantasy, half, like, let's beat up Nazis. And because the main character, Lilith has a jetpack and then becomes a superhero. But it, 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 it's it's corny in the way that it should be. It's a very Golden Age superhero. Um, it looks gorgeous. It feels fun. It's just a good time. It's just
1: so weird that Howard Hughes is in that because he's the inspiration partially for Tony Stark. Yeah, And then, like, Howard Stark in... First Avenger is supposed to be emulating Howard oh, Hughes. Yeah. It's <laughs>
0: that's that's so weird. I really think the Rocketeer is why they hired him to do yeah. uh First Avenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did it quite well. Yeah, Rocketeer is, is a solid, solid picture. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Um, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Good, good picture featuring the mm-hmm. great Robert Redford. Uh-huh. And a wonderful performance.
1: Yeah, he's one of the best MCU villains. I, I kinda wish he had survived and they could do more with it. Yeah.
0: But uh, um, him.
1: um It's pretty much for me, it's on the same level as Civil War. Sure. Obviously it's the Russo Brothers again. Yeah. And they're doing everything right, at least right. on the character level. But it's just a tighter yeah. plot. Yeah, yeah. My only real problem with it is that at the end it's three giant things shooting at each other.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I I saw it when it came out in the theaters, and I haven't seen it since, so I don't have as much to add. But I remember my mom and I saw it, um, and we both really liked it. Um, and she's not as, like, in- I say ensconced a lot in this podcast. She's not as immersed, I guess, in, in the superhero stuff, but we both had a really good time. Mm. It's well done. Chris Evans is great. It's like a born
1: movie for most right of it. It.
0: It's also, it also introduces Anthony Mackie, among the most charismatic uh, humans in the world, who, who se- can seemingly do anything, and he should be a big giant movie star. Yeah. He and Evans are so great together. The byplay play with him is so good. I mean, I love Anthony Mackie. Always. I I,
1: I love it. Yeah. Especially, especially the, the line where he goes, I, I do what he can, just slower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, or I, I do what he does, just slower. Yeah. Uh, but, um... Yeah. I um, uh, thought I had something to say. Oh! Uh, I think one of the big strengths of the movie is that it makes uh, Black Widow into an actually fully fleshed out character. Because before then, especially with, like, Iron Man 2, where she's just like, reference! Yeah. Hot girl. Hot girl. (laughs) Yeah. But, but, like, here they fully flesh out her character. And it actually strengthens her performances in the previous two movies, because you know where she's coming from. Absolutely.
0: Um. Yeah, they do some very good stuff with her. Yeah. But... Uh. Very, very, very... Definitely one I need to revisit. Mm-hmm. It is a good picture. It is a very tight, just well-told narrative. Yeah. Uh, I'm all, my number seven is also from the MCU. I, originally, this was a tie between Guardians 2 and the other one. I'm going to renege on Guardians 2 just because we've already covered it. So I'm going to go with the one it tied with, which was the first Iron Man. Um, it's where the MCU started. It and Dark Knight came out in the same year. So we have 2008 to thank for the superhero boom. Yep. Um, Iron Man 1 is brilliant. Downey's one of the best superhero castings of all time. Jeff Bridges, the villain's kind of bleh. Jeff Bridges is awesome as that villain. Um, Terrence Howard was a great roadie. Obviously, Don will be like more. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is in the movie, and I think she's great. She, oh yeah, no she is. And it's just a, a it, it's just a good solid like at a time when we didn't have a lot of great superhero movies. We had a lot of like you said the early two thousands attempted a Marvel movie. Yeah. Um, you had like X2 and everything, but you also you were just like, oh, well, Origins? Like, just sort of superhero movies, just An- sort of Angle's happening. And Hulk? But then I, 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 Iron Man is just a shot in the arm, it kicked off the MCU kind of playfully, because it, and, uh, the Edward Norton Hulk came out that year. And, um. Nobody remembers that one. Nope. And they both had this. I do. They both had the post credit scene with <clears throat> Nick Fury as, like,
1: oh, let's see. Well, we'll no, no. kind of no. cute. The, um. It's not even a post-credits scene for Incredible Hulk. It's, oh, yeah. It's Tony Stark goes in and talks to William Hurt.
0: That's it. That's He's it.
1: like, we're putting together a team. Which, I, I I believe, it's it doesn't really make sense with the rest of the movies. Yeah. But, I believe there's... Because they did a whole bunch of, like, Marvel one-shots, those short little, like, yeah, ten-minute yeah. things that they would put on, like, the DVDs and stuff. I believe there's one in there that kind of explains that away. Oh, okay.
0: So it actually makes that... Yeah. Well, because that was... The MCU was just a, a gleam in someone's mm-hmm. eye, in Feige's eye. And they were just like, let's, well, I, you know, yeah. what if? What if people bite? And people bit. And they loved Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, let's see what we can do. And now here we are, yeah. nine years later. So, yeah, Iron Man 1 holds up really well, I think. It, it, as, of course as a slice of the MCU It's great But also just as a standalone superhero picture And the fact that at the very end He goes I am Iron Man And they play the Iron Man song Yeah Come on It's like Good a times. perfect way to end it Yeah Cause I remember watching the movie <clears throat> Thinking like They gotta what are they, they gotta do the song Yeah They gotta do the song And I love Jeff Bridges Forever It's so weird How many of uh, These movies are like First two acts are perfect Sure. Kind of falls apart a little bit in the third act, and I like that they're putting that amount of effort into the character building. Yeah, and the arc. I like that they're paying attention the to the arc reactor. St- arc, <laughs> and
1: then, uh... <laughs> but but yeah, I, I think <laughs> the, the end kind of devolves into transformers, two robots smacking each other around right. for a little while. Yeah, and then Jeff Bridges, his character, kind of just goes crazy for no reason.
0: oh stain. Which is what a great. A name. It's a great name,
1: but but yeah, he just kind of goes crazy at the right. end. Yeah, it's um, like I I fig- I feel like you would play it smarter than you
0: are, but yeah, especially because yeah. But oh, otherwise, what a great performance! Yeah, by one of my favorite actors. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 my number seven. Mm-hmm. What I got number six. Uh,
1: this will be my last MCU movie, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Sure. And I know a lot of people are probably like, "What you put that over the first Avengers movie?" <laughs> yeah, you know why. Because the way I perceive the first Avengers movie is it's like a Transformers movie, but smarter. <laughs> In terms of the first two acts were just kind of yeah. doing whatever. And then the third act's just let's go into a metropolitan city and just blow it up. Yeah, And it's it's good fun. Yeah, yeah. I really like it quite a bit. It's very smart. The writing's great because Joss Whedon oh, knows man. how to write characters. Oh, yeah. Um, But I feel like there's not a whole lot of or at least there's not as much substance to it as I would like. But right. And that's why I like going into Age of Ultron. I'm like, okay, now we have the groundwork. Mm. We know how all the characters interact with yeah, each yeah. other. Now they're a full-fledged
0: team. And they play with that. They have like, the party yeah. scene and everything. Yeah. Also, this um, uh, James Spader, his Ultron, is so good. Yeah. He's so good. A little too jokey. A little at too At times... Jokey. And that's, that's the writing more than the performance. But then again, yeah. it's supposed to be based off
1: of Tony Stark's personality, so I yeah. can't, like in the context of the movie, I can't hate on
0: it too much. Yeah. Um. The, I just remember when that trailer first dropped and he was reciting I've Got No Strength on Me. Yeah. It's chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just love
1: how the third act, it's like, no, we're saving everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. It's like, yeah. kill all the Ultron bots, because of course, we gotta do that. Yeah, yeah. But then we we are saving everybody we can right. on this, this this city that is floating right. up into the air. And, of course, everybody has talked about this. Jeremy Renner has the best line in the MCU in this. Where he goes, okay, we're, on a, we're in a giant floating city. I'm shooting at robots with arrows. None of this makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. We got it. We got the self-awareness. But, but even just like the stuff where they go to Hawkeye's house and they go to his family. And that's oh, kind yeah. of the heart of the film. Yeah. It's just... Like, like, when people complain about the Hulk, Black Widow yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and they're like, it's too rushed. I'm like, yeah, maybe. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I'd rather have them do this interesting thing with the characters than just yeah. be like, give them nothing to do. Right. You know? Also,
0: the Hulkbuster fight is so good. Oh, it's great. It's That's great. one of those fights, you can feel the weight of, of, of all those impacts. and yeah. You can understand. Yeah. You understand the gravity of what's happening. Yeah. Plus, plus, it's great. Like, like it, it's good fun, and there are jokes throughout yeah, the fight. Yeah. But then, at the end, <laughs> the Hulk, he's like pummeling him. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah,
1: and he's like, "Banner, you're still in the hair." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, don't mention PewDieBanner. Banner. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, the Hulk's looking around and he realizes, "Oh God, I've, I've caused yeah. all this damage. What have I done?" Yeah. It's See, a, it's as as like, as goofy and silly as these as these Marvel movies are supposedly, yeah. they take time to actually.
0: To recognize what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. No, I def- I don't like it as much as you and Tyler, but I do like it. Again, it's the same kind of how can you give it an eight out of ten? Why do you hate it? Yeah. It's like, no, I still like mm-hmm. it. I'm I'm lower on the liking scale, but I definitely like it. It also brought Elizabeth Olsen into the fold. And I with this sounds like I'm herbaly, but for me it's not. I think she's one of the best actresses of her generation. I really do. This movie doesn't exemplify it as much as um uh, a movie called Liberal Arts, which she made with Josh Radner. Um that is one of the best screen performances I've ever seen is Elizabeth Olsen in Liberal Arts. So go watch Liberal Arts. Um, also, uh, Martha Marcy May Marlene. Exactly. No, she's, <laughs> she's wonderful and it's just <clears throat> cool to see her and I think she's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Vision. Who? How cool is Vision? You know, how great is Paul Bettany? Literally, my only problem with the movie
1: is that they don't fully flesh out the weird Thor goes into a bath and yeah. has
0: visions of future sequels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my, 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 one of my favorite lines of the MCU is, is the bit with him and the last Ultron bot, at the, mm-hmm. Vision and the, the Ultron bot, and they have this conversation about humanity, and then Vision goes, but then again, I was born yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Paul Bettany! Yeah. Get him. I, Get him.
1: I think there was a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff to like in that movie. There's a lot of strength, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I feel, sometimes I feel like the some of its parts are greater than its whole. At times. Yeah. But uh, I definitely do. It's one of the few MCU movies I've seen more than once, mm-hmm. so that says something. Is that, that was your six, right? I believe so. Okay. Well, my six, we're going to go back to one. Is a uh, Superman the movie? If we're talking about superheroes in terms of the glow of heroism and helping people and being more than we can be, this is the best movie. Like. I like that we're in this place now with superheroes where we're like, no, but what's the toll and what's the human inside the suit? And these characters refer to each other as Tony and Steve and yeah. Oliver and Barry and they talk to each other as human. And I like that and that's valuable. But it's it's fun sometimes <clears throat> to go back and watch this movie made in 1978 where it's just like, what if this amazing person came to Earth and just wanted to help people? Yeah. And it's 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 high, flying, good, decency um for my money Christopher Reeve is the best superhero casting of all time if he's not the best he's tied with other people for best yeah he is his Clark Kent is so good and he's so human even even though he's not a human as Superman there's no ego there's no like cockiness and he's just like this good guy he looks like a god but he's like a good person and that apparently is true of Christopher Reeve too that he was like the super nice sweet man thank you Superman this world owes you a great debt oh don't worry
1: we're all part of the same team yep and that's how the movie ends ah oh, i love it and so there's, much and there's
0: no there's not really a lot of fighting in it no it's not an action movie it's a movie about superman It's well it's a three act ep- epic yeah
1: where it's like the first act is on krypton right where they're just doing like shakespearean type stuff right and it's it's fine it um, looks great i, I think love the sets in it i find it fascinating yeah and then you get to the the Second act, where it's yeah. him growing up on can or in Kansas in yeah. Smallville, and then I I love that his his the, the revelation that he gets from his father dying, mm-hmm. where it's like I can't save everyone, like I can't. Yeah. There are certain things, no matter how powerful I am, I cannot control certain things. Yeah, which I <clears throat> wish other interpretations of Superman that just kind of
0: yeah would really like to get into that.
1: Yeah, because I feel like that that is it's kind of similar to great power. Yeah. with great yeah. power comes great responsibility where it's just like that is such a pure idea why would you
0: change it right ever yeah that is kind of like the definitive way to go with that I, I hear a criticism a lot of Superman that he's a boy scout and that he's too perfect Well, a lot of people don't like him because they think he's too perfect they has every power etc I, under, I understand that I don't share it but I understand it my thing is Especially right now, because... And, and I'm not even specifically talking about Man of Steel or Batman vs Superman. We have a lot of superhero movies and shows, Arrow, that are just getting very, very dark and really trying to be like, no, they're not Boy Scouts, they're flawed. And I'm like, okay, that's that's yeah. cool. It's very angsty now. It's very angsty now. Which, in the end, that's fine. And if you can do it well, like the MCU largely does, <laughs> like, I'm in... I'm <coughs> currently watching season two of The Flash, and they, they're doing a pretty good job of it. Um... But I love that I can still go back, because sometimes I want to just see just just plucky, optimistic superhero. It all turns yeah. out okay in the end. And that's like what they're, I, I haven't finished all of Supergirl. But what I've seen, they do a lot of that on the Supergirl TV show, which I really enjoy.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: people are always like, oh, it's cheesy. And I'm like, I know, but I want it to be. Like I want just like some bubble gum, and because you got someone of the caliber of Christopher Reeve, and you have Richard Donner who made a great movie, there is still some substance to it. It's yeah. not literally just like blind optimism.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, <coughs>
0: I I think they do actually do a
1: lot of character stuff yeah, with absolutely. Superman and like developing his relationship with Lois. Like, Lois is really
0: good in this. Margot Kidder, Margot Kidder is awesome, great. Like They're, yeah,
1: d- n- the scene where the where she's interviewing him mm-hmm. is. Like, they are both on fire Completely. in that scene.
0: Yeah, and also the flying effects look great. Yeah. Like, uh, and obviously the, we can do different stuff now, but they make it work back then, man. Yeah. They really nailed it. Uh, and then even, like, with Superman, too, and we talked about, like... They, yeah, I haven't seen the other Christopher Superman movies. They changed Contents.
1: directors and stuff, but you want to talk about, like, actually exploring his character. Sure. Because, spoilers, part of that is he is considering giving up his powers so he can be with Lois. Yeah. Because the idea is that well, if he's got his powers, he needs to keep trying to help humanity. Right. And he's yeah. like, well, what if I don't want to do that anymore? Yeah. What if I, I found something that makes me happy? Right. Do what? I not deserve this? And it's, it's great. Yeah. And, and yeah. also that, that movie ends great where, where he shows up on top of the White House with an American flag <laughs> and he tells the president, he's like, I, I'm, I'm sorry I went away, Mr. President it won't happen again, and then it's da da, da da and then and then Superman returns is like oh, and then he
0: went away for five yeah. years, <laughs> and now he's just yeah. angsty again. I, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just, it's so refreshing, and I want people to know that like you can have it both ways in your superheroes. You can do your your more serious angsty version, and you can have your happy fun version.
1: Well, how much of it is how the characters portrayed versus just people's perception of the costume?
0: Oh, uh, good point. Yeah, because he's wearing. Like, sp- I'm wondering, like, spandex. if
1: if yeah. if uh, Christopher Reeve Superman had more of a Man of Steel type costume, sure, sure, sure. but he's
0: playing it ex- exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Would people be complaining about it as much? That's interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't know, uh, but I mean, quite possibly because he is wearing tights and yeah, all that. Stuff. Which again, at the time, was not considered like super bizarre. Well, that is the costume from the comics, yeah. and it works. Golden Age Superhero stuff is so much more fun than we give it credit for. Yeah. Jay Garrick Flash, come on. You've got a point. I'm playing Injustice 2 right now and the Jay Garrick Flash skin is so much fun. But, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I, I agree. Like, th- that is
1: another one. that I've, Maybe I was talking about that earlier. I can't remember if I was talking about something else or this where it was like, oh yeah, I was talking about that and begins where it's like, it doesn't immediately come to mind as one of my favorites. Sure. But then I'll just pop it in every once in a while. I'm like,
0: this is great. And it just nails it. It does. It does what it wants to do so well. Also, uh, Gene Hackman, awesome. He's great. Not that big of a threat. No, and but uh, what I like about this movie is that it is it is about the hero and it's yeah. about heroism. Yeah. It's not about. I mean, he's not a hero because he beats people up. He's a hero mm-hmm. because he wants to help people. I, I, I do. I
1: do think there are some tonal issues where it's sure, like sure. Ned Beatty's a cartoon character. Oh, absolutely, and, and that was yeah kind of juggling the tones where it's like the first act is Shakespearean and then, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of get into the cartoony stuff of the last act. I, oh, not,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, it definitely lost me a little bit. And then,
1: then but, the logic of him turning back time makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. But it's fine. At that point,
0: it feels like, I accept it. Yeah. I know what we're doing here.
1: It, it's similar to Wonder Woman where it's like, yeah. I get to
0: that point, I'm like, I don't care. I, lo- I like everything. What else it's has fine. happened is fine, yeah. yeah. It's a, it is a special, special... And I think a lot of people still value it because people... Really value Christopher Reeve as Mm. Superman, which we all should, and we should value him. I I won't go on my Christopher Reeve spiel. I love him so much. The way he lived his life is such a brilliant, extraordinary thing. Mm
2: -hmm. And I've read a lot
0: of people talking about how, like, when he got into his accident, like, how crushing that was for them. Because they're like, that's Superman. Like, Superman can't walk. Like, what's happening? Yeah. And he just got more awesome. He just did more heroic things because he's amazing. And I love him. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, yeah, Christopher Reeve all the time. Number five. So we're halfway through. <laughs> All right. Um, I think these last ones are going to be a, a little bit quicker because we, we've covered some of them, I think. Yeah. Um, or we will So,
1: so I'm going to stop my Zack Snyder
0: bashing because it's
1: Watchmen. Hey! I like Watchmen. Um, I don't love it, but I like it. To be fair, I saw the movie before I read the comic. Mm-hmm. And I think just just personal preferences, I like the medium of movies over comics. Sure. So... Is you are to tell me, do you want to watch the movie Watchmen or do you want to read Watchmen? I'm probably going to take the movie. I've watched the movie twice. I've never read the comic. And I I typically watch, like, the director's cut. I think it's, like, three and a half hours. Which, I mean, it doesn't make a huge difference in terms of, well, the plot doesn't make sense without this stuff. But I think it just helps enhance the world with the stuff that you get from that. Um, Talk about a comic book come to life. Yeah. And it works great because it's, for the most part, it's playing to his strengths where it's, like... Mm -hmm he is recreating visuals that you see in the comic book. Yeah. But it's from the same story with the right context, so it works. Yeah. It doesn't feel out of place. Um although you could argue the so, the fight scenes are a little too matrixy, it's slow motion. Sure. Um people are like it, it's supposed to, the idea is that it, it's what would the world actually be be like with superheroes. Right. So Everybody's supposed to be like real human beings, except for Doctor Manhattan, who's this superhuman, the superhuman. Yeah. like the one superhuman thing in this universe. Yeah. And then everybody else is kind of just like doing super matrix fights yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. and they're they're doing ultra flips and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't quite work for me. But when I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't,
0: I don't really care. <laughs> it, it's, it, it to this day has one of my favorite trailers. Oh yeah, the, it's the, great. the smashing the Billy Corgan song uh-huh. over it to this day is one of my favorite uh, movie trailers of all time. Oh yeah. Who's your favorite performance in that movie? Because there's some strong performances. It's it's somewhere between um,
1: Jackie Earl Haley, Patrick Wilson, and uh, Negan.
0: Yeah, no, I was gonna say mine's between uh, Jackie, Earl Haley, Earl, Jackie Earl Haley who played Rorschach, yeah, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan is comedian. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, yeah, yeah, he's I love i, guy. I, I really, Patrick Wilson is no joke though. Yeah, he's great. Broadway actor, musical theater performer, great musical theater performer.
1: I mean, I I know a lot of people complain about Malin Ackerman in the movie. I she was good. I think she, she's fine. She's up a job, yeah. Um, I think the movie's impeccably
0: cast. It's a very good group of people. And this is... A lot of the Zack Snyder tropes that we've seen in other movies really don't bother me as much. The slow motion, okay... Um, it's, I, I am also for, on the record as saying my favorite Snyder movie is Sucker Punch, so <laughs> take that with a grin of course. For me personally, it,
1: the slow motion
0: itself doesn't bother me as much yeah. as like the actual fights
1: themselves. Right, right, right. Because slow motion is like slowing it down. Oh, hey, it looks like this image from the comic.
0: Yeah. That's the point. Yeah, and Watchmen is a movie, is a, is a story about ideas more than it is about combat, yeah. anyway. Yeah, um,
1: Yeah, and so, and so much of the movie is just people are
0: talking. Yeah. Oh, hey, look how pretty this world is. Also, okay, we got a quick fight. Also, the sex scene that uses Hallelujah <laughs> is so good. Like, yeah, I remember when I saw it. Part of me was like, "Oh, come on!" The rest of me was like, "No, this works really well. I love this." Wh- whenever I see it, I'm like, "I don't." They hit the thing and the engines go. Like,
1: come on. I I don't it's know. Great. I don't know how to feel about that that scene. Whenever I watch, it. I'm no, like, "No, I know, I know." I, I don't know if I just feel uncomfortable, or if this is actually good, or no, if it's mean. just
0: gratuitous. I, I don't... And I just kind of give over to the, it's crazy, so I like it. Let's go, man. <laughs> and then the Mosasaurus jumps out and eats them.
1: Of Jurassic, course. Jurassic
0: World. Of course. Um,
1: but I... I, it's, it's a good picture. Yeah, I, I like it. I really like it, and I... I
0: I feel like people have just been too hard on it. I think so too, and I would like to read the thing and like really absorb the novel and then watch it again, just so I can really under, have a better understanding of like what's
1: yeah. What of course, happening. even in like three and a half hours, and then I think there's an even longer cut because they did an animated thing for the the Black Freighter comic that oh, yeah. is interspersed in Watchmen. That's right. Um, Gerard Butler voices the main guy in that. Oh. Um, but there's an even longer cut, but they still aren't able to get everything. Yeah. I, this is, this isn't really a flaw of the movie, but I don't think it really works as well as a movie. Sure. It should be like an HBO miniseries.
0: That would be killer. Yeah. I'm assuming that at one point someone will do that. Yeah. Because miniseries are all the rage right now. Like,
1: I think it's 12 issues. What if they just did 12 episodes and each one's an issue of the comic? Honestly, I feel like
0: someone at some point will make a Watchmen miniseries. Yeah. Which would be really... Although the problem is, this one looks so much like the comic. Yeah, it's like bit too much
1: retread, maybe. I don't, sure, I don't know. Sure. I'm with you. Um, but I really think this movie's undervalued. Yeah, I would agree. I people would agree. should take another look at it. And this is the guy who almost every episode comes up with some dumb reason yeah. to start irrationally bashing Zack Snyder. And I think he did a really good job here. And I can tell yeah, I that he likes this comic a lot. Yeah. And he really cares about making it feel like you are in the world of watching. And there's a genuine
0: affection for it. There's not just a... Here, I'm going to make them into something that I like. He's like, no, I like the thing that Alan Moore did. Yeah. Uh, My number five is Logan, which we're going to talk about next time. So we really can't talk too much about it now. Um, Spoiler alert, it shows up on my list. (laughs) It's so good. It's just a great movie. Daphne Keene is unbelievably great. Patrick Stewart's amazing. Um... Stephen Merchant is great and I'm gonna talk about this when we mention it in the thing and then when we do the full episode James Mangold has a quote where he said I want it to be rated R not just for violence and language but because of style when the studio let go of this idea that if you try to market it towards children you're freed up in so many ways scenes can be longer dialogue can happen you can explore ideas and that's what this movie does that's how this movie works is because it's about ideas it's about things it's about I, not things like objects it's about concepts it's about history and it's about relationships about uh, the three uh, three generation dynamic and also the last image in this movie broke me I'm just going to go ahead and say that's my best thing it's it's a powerful moment that in a lesser movie would be a stupid moment I have watched that at least three times now Every time I get, I get
1: teary eyed yeah. at that last bit. I was, every yeah. time I I, I would have thought, you yeah. know, as I watch, I'm like, okay, I, I know what's coming. Okay.
0: Every time it gets me. I told my mom about that scene and just explain My voice broke a little bit because it is so, and I don't have the affection for the X-Men movies that a lot of people I know do. That I do. That he does. <laughs> but it's still just, it, it nailed it. Hugh Jackman, I mean, needs to drink some water. But Hugh Jackman... <laughs> Hugh Jackman, he, just, he, he really killed it. He's so good in this. And and it's... That was the movie we always should have had, and we we got it. Yeah. Now let's never make another Wolverine movie with Hugh Jackman. Let's just leave it alone. I, I kind of just
1: wish they would stop at X-Men movies for uh, like... It's like you have... At, a, at least like a things. decade.
0: Because I think even Hugh Jackman has said, like, I know someone else will eventually play it, and he had thought about coming back. I think it was when he said... It was either him or Stewart who was like considering maybe like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll do another one. Yeah. But then when they saw it like with an audience and they saw the audience just reacted, they were like, no, this is it. Yeah. This is the perfect way to go out. And in in an age of everything gets a sequel, everything gets a retread, let there be a period, let there be a finality to it. Because this movie ends so beautifully and I just, it's it's a great, great piece of work. Mm -hmm. Also, my top five, all of them can kind of, I'm going five, four, three, two, one. They can all kind of shift around. Yeah,
1: and I kind of feel the opposite, where my top five don't really shift around that much, but my bottom five kind of do.
0: I don't don't know. So I'm, you know, I'm going to have, I feel pretty good about the way they're ranked, but I'm not like, if someone is listening to this going, no, that should be number four, and that should be number three. Okay. Like, you can play jazz. Like, I'm just giving you notes. I'm just giving you movies. Right. So, hooray for Logan, which will be discussed. Uh, number
1: four now. X Men Days of the Future Past got more X Men stuff. Best use of time in a bottle. This, this hit me so hard when I saw. I saw it the day after I graduated from high school. Oh wow! So it was just me and a bunch of buddies. who are like, we are gonna go see X Men now. Yeah, yeah. And just me having as much nostalgia. I grew up on these movies. Sure, sure. And even like as much as I hate X Men Three and I don't like Origins very much, like yeah. I grew up with these yeah. movies. Um. And just hearing that that theme play at the beginning with yeah. the opening. Ah it's great. And there, there's so much nostalgia I have in it, but it there's it's not just nostalgia. Like there's a good story there with a lot of good character stuff yeah. building off mostly of what they do in first class. Of course they kill off a bunch of characters, yeah, blah yeah. blah. But it builds off of that mm. very effectively while also giving us kind of an X Men four. Right. Where where we kinda get closure for all the people in the future. Yeah. And I kind of wish it was the last one. I wish it, they had that and Logan and then we're done. Yeah. I I like Apocalypse. Didn't give it a very good review. Right, right. But, and and I enjoy it. I mean, I, I own it, yeah, but I kind of just yeah. wish they stopped
0: it. Sure. Um, also, those Sentinels killing people, so brutal and oh, so, yeah. so well done. Yeah. And I... I, who's, I it, just, who's it? Oh, Colossus. They break him in half. Yep. Ooh. I...
1: I... Adore the scene where McAvoy talks with Patrick Stewart.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and uh, this is when we got Evan Peters as Quicksilver, mm-hmm. who is awesome. Yeah, he's so good. So much fun. He's delightful.
1: But even like the climax of this movie is not really about them fighting the Sentinels in the future. No, it's about whether one woman should pull a trigger or not. Yeah, and that's it.
0: Yeah, which and is again I, I, I love.
1: That it's so simplistic, yet it's so powerful at the same time. And yeah. it's just... Clear off, clear away all the nonsense. It's not, oh, there's a giant blue laser in the sky. we got to blow up the <laughs> thing to do the thing. It's, yeah. is she going to pull the trigger or is she not? Have they changed the future? Yeah. Like, ah, oh, it's... It's an
0: idea, yeah, absolutely. I love it so, so freaking much. <laughs> I, I need to go back, because I've seen... Days Future Past and Apocalypse pretty recently for this, and I, I've obviously seen Logan pretty recently. I need to go back and watch X, 1, 2, and 3 again, because I've seen each of them once years mm-hmm. ago. I've seen First Class once or twice, and I like First Class more than a lot of people. Yeah, I, oh, I, I mean, I like it a lot. Pretty tight picture. Oh, but for me, like this... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's I, a very, very solid picture. I, I have so much fun with this movie. <laughs> My number four is Big Hero 6.
1: Uh, tremendous have not, have not seen it I always wanted to And you then I, I just like Haven't it.
0: gotten around to it uh, Spoiler alert They Mufasa you Pretty early in the movie Okay Which I did not know They were gonna do And so my ex and I Were my now ex And I were watching we are just like What But it That movie I've only seen it once I need to watch it I want to rewatch watch it again Yeah it just works. This is fun. Baymax, the big white robot that we all is so adorable, voiced by uh, Scott Adzit, a wonderful character actor you all know from Thirty Rock, is so funny. The thing where he does the fist bump and la la la.
1: Oh, the the trailer. It's I was hilarious. just like, oh, I
0: already love this character. I remember the first trailer they released was him like poking holes in himself and putting a tape on it. Yeah, I was like crying <laughs> so hard. Yeah, it was like the first Utopia trailer with the sloth. Mm-hmm. I just like. Is so freaking funny. Um, is this like a cool and there's a Stanley cameo in that because it is a Marvel property, mm-hmm. a very minor, no one knows it exists property. Yeah, but yeah, it was a cool little. You know, we've got the Disney animated branches doing some pretty strong stuff lately. They have had a bunch of really cool movies, mm-hmm. and and this adds to it. There's a neat cast of, of really cool folks. Uh, Honey Lemon is my particular favorite. Um, I think I think Jamie Chung is in it. But there's like a cool, yeah. there's cool fights, the villains, neat. Baymax is awesome, the main character's wonderful, it's funny, it's smart, um, yeah, I just, I had a lot of fondness for it. I, I, if I'd seen it more recently and had a clear picture in my mind, I could, you know, give you a better analysis of it. But yeah, this is a, this is a good time. Mm-hmm. A well done, moving, animated picture. Where, like, your your cute, funny character fully succeeds in being both. And it's not just, oh, he's supposed to be cute and funny. He is actually cute and funny. Mm -hmm. And also can shoot rockets and stuff. Right. I also like the idea that it's all about encouraging kids to like science. Because all of this, it's still a heightened reality. Because, like, this is technology we don't have. Right. But it's a bunch of, like, young people learning science and using science. It's a very cool thing. Mm -hmm. Number three. Uh, The Dark Knight. Uh, to be to be seen on my list soon. I I Great picture. I absolutely adore this movie. And we did a full um, review of it in yeah. a beautiful episode.
1: So, I, what can we say? I there's just some plot minor yeah. very minor plot problems True, I have it with it and that's about it. I Man. And it's and I, I think we, we highlighted it in our review, it's it's not just Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is great in it. It's amazing But, it's not but old. Aaron Eckhart knocks it out of the park, Christian yeah. Bale knocks it out. Everyone is firing old- Gary Oldman. Everyone is yeah. firing on all six cylinders. Completely.
0: And completely. Like it's it's it, Nolan is just at like the height of himself. I mean it's it's just- it,
1: it has I think his best balance of ambition and mm. still Yeah, I would say
0: and still keeping the story grounded. Okay, I would agree. That opening, that opening scene is just bone-shelling. It's, it's, it's nearly flawless in and, terms uh, of just big-budget action movie storytelling. And going back to what you're saying to the future path, the climax is a conversation. It's about yeah. a bullet again. Yeah. And it's, it's... And it doesn't have the Joker in it.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people they they complained about it when it first came out. They're like, oh, that the last ten minutes where, where they're confronting Two-Face,
0: that's just... That's that's extra. That's that's like an epilogue. Oh, I'm like, no.
1: no, that's the point of the movie. That's
0: the movie. The Joker is the instrument of so much of this. Yes. But,
1: he is yeah. what gets everyone to that point. Mm-hmm. And then they have to realize, oh, we have to kind of face up for the choices yeah. that we've made. And the, and then just Gordon's little speech to his son. Yeah, it's a little on the nose. I don't care. But it's, By that
0: point of the movie, like, let's go, man.
1: Well, plus it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: great. They flip a semi-truck. Yes, and they actually did it for real. And the, the bad, the bad pods. I mean, the... That that chase scene is one of the best it's chase amazing. scenes ever shot. Completely, the editing on that, he <laughs> climbs up the the, thing, yeah. the building, and yeah, yeah. See our review for more excitement. But it is a, it's a great superhero movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is just impeccably yeah. put together. I would
1: say the only reason it is not number one is just because my top two spots just hit me on a more emotional level. You have an affection for him, absolutely. Yeah, and and. You know. This is the one movie I have ever seen at it, when I when it was done in the movie
0: theater. Mm-hmm. My jaw was literally dropped. Oh yeah, my mom and I saw it the Monday after it was. It like came out on Friday. We saw it on Monday. I think I mentioned this in podcast. We were both like, we're really excited, but all this hype, like, what are you? And we left going. Yeah, no, that was true. Everything people said is is true.
1: I just remember being horribly frustrated because my, my sister was able to see it before me with a Ugh. bunch of her friends. I was like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. Do you realize how excited I am for this movie?" And she's like, "It's it's as good as you, you're hoping it's going to be."
0: Yeah, and then it was. It's, it is beyond <laughs> anything. Yeah, uh, my number three is the Avengers. Um, I. I love it because it's kind of a less is more thing for me with this one. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this all the time at the MCU, about how they rely on seven other movies and everything. The Avengers had to answer to four movies, which it seems like a lot, but for the MCU now is nothing.
1: Technically five. Yeah, that's
0: true, technically five. But it, Although we've got a new Hulk, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so. Which, that movie wouldn't exist. We wouldn't consider that movie kind of part of the thing, except that William Hurt comes back. Yeah. Um. But I really, I just, I it's... Fun and that the ending fights are so great and it's to me it was color color <laughs> everybody in is wonderful. This is when Chris Evans that great joke about I got the reference when they mentioned winged monkeys. Yep, smart joke. A lot of funny stuff Um and it just to me that is the that is the start of something in in terms of movie history. Like that is such an impressive feat mm-hmm. that they made that movie work as a standalone movie and as a we're answering to four to five movies. And then the end of that movie could be the end of the MCU. I'm glad it's not. Yeah. But there's not like a, I mean, there is kind of a, mm, what about, but it's still, there's like a thud. Oh, if you
1: take away the after credit scene, it could be like,
0: okay, they formed and they saved the world. Yeah. Okay. Also maybe have my favorite after credit scene. They're just eating shawarma. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love Joss Whedon. Cause he's kind of sorry. He's kind of sarcastic at you. Like he kind of gives you the audience, the middle finger. And I kind of love him for it, <laughs> and I just—it's—it's it's just so fun, and it—it's—it's wor- it's important, and it, it was a, it, that to me was the statement of like this MCU thing has worked, yeah, and it's landed, and buckle in because twenty years we're gonna be doing this, and it—it just—I <clears throat> just love it, you know, and it, it, I love it because you don't have to do a lot of homework with it, yeah. Uh, I remember when it came out, I was talking to like a coworker or something, and she was like, "It was a lot funnier than I thought it was gonna be." I was like, No, the movie's hilarious," yeah. I feel like I take the MCU for granted at this point. At this point, yeah. Because at the time, it was all like, oh, can they... Make-?
1: Well, even like back then, because like, what I'm saying now about like, it's pretty much just a way smarter Michael Bay Transformers movie. Right. I felt that way then. Yeah. Like, I remember walking out of it being
0: like, yeah, is, it's really good. Yeah. But... I just, I just remember leaving that movie being like, or going yeah. to the movie being like, can they pull this off? Like, is this going to work? Like, yeah. can we... And they did. Mm. Like... Hat trick! They they nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Oh yeah, it's 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 a good bit of fun. Oh, that yet another one where I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And, and I, I and I watch it, it. I'm just like, this is a good time. It really is. And I have I have more affection <laughs> for that than I do for for other few movies that I still really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, number two, Logan. Logan. The the final Logan. the
1: final scene with the cross. That's 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 all I need to say. Um. We'll we'll talk about that more next week, but yeah, we that have Tyler again. that hits me in so many different ways. Yeah, oh, I
0: yeah. That, Enough yeah, said. That movie is is tremendous. Uh, my number two is The Incredibles. Totally, very, very different. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, no, the, no, the, the exact same movie. Exactly. Really, it is one of the best movies about the dynamic of family. It's the best fantastic war movie we've ever <laughs> it sure gotten. Is. And I'm not the first person to have made that joke. Nope. But it's such a, it works so well, it's so powerful, that scene where he's like, I can't, I'm not strong enough. And she's like, oh, you're not strong I'm not strong enough to lose you, punch you in the stomach. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I even like the scene where they're on the, or, or, um,
1: I think it's after the airplane bit, but yeah. but they're in the cave. And she's yeah, like, yeah. these guys, they will kill you. They yeah. don't care that you're children. They will hunt you down and kill you. Come yeah. well, this
0: is a big Pixar movie. Come on. Well, and, and Pixar has never shied away from. They've never dumbed things down for kids. They've they've never. They they don't. They're not cruel, but they never talk down to their audience, and yeah. that is why they are such a brilliant studio. Why they had that reign of just brilliance for ten or so years. Yeah, and they're still not terrible now, but there's just a period of time there. Their golden age, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this, this <clears throat> movie is, is very, it, but it's also really fun. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Frozone, obviously, is a big deal. Sinestro's a, not Sinestro. What's the main bad guy's name? Synecdoche. What is it? Jason I Lee. I cannot remember. S- syndrome. 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 It is syndrome. Okay, syndrome. Which also has a layered meaning. Uh, it's great. And Jack Jack and the babysitter and just like, and Sarah Vowell, who's an author, is the voice of Violet. Like that's great. It just it just it works so well, and it's 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 intensely moving. It's a very emotionally powerful movie. Brad Bird made it, uh, who would go on to do the fourth Mission Impossible <coughs> movie. Yep, and he made the Iron Giant. So he you should out. do Superman. Oh God, he should. He also did Ratatouille, which is awesome. Um. So yeah, Incredibles is just. When I was, I was like, it's just, it's a special, lovely, moving superhero. It's, but again, it's more about families than it is about superheroes. Yeah, and it's hard to to make. You see, a lot of movies do this where they create a world like, and there's a lot of common superheroes, and there's a bunch of different superheroes, and some of them do it very badly. This just nails it.
1: Yeah, I feel like it would be on my list somewhere. Yeah,
0: but I haven't seen it in a long time, right, so right. I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable putting it. I, I, I it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I've seen it so many times. When I saw it, or yeah. when I was watching it, that it's still pretty thick in my head. So, number one, Dark Knight Rises. There it is. Um, I, I don't. I do not care
1: about story problems with sure, this sure. movie. I have. I've spent the last five years going over this movie with a fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. I. If there is a plot hole or a plot inconsistency, odds are I know about it. Yeah. And you know what? At this point, I don't
0: care. Because yeah. eventually I have to just give give way to the affection and just love something.
1: You Nobody can take away those last nobody. ten minutes of that movie from me. Which, I, I, I will always say, seeing the midnight premiere of this movie yeah. is the most euphoric, like, perfect cinematic experience I've ever had. Yeah and just seeing that ending and seeing Bruce finally this this guy that I've I've seen all this anguish and all this suffering yeah. and everything that he's had to go through just to try and save the city right. at the end
0: he saves it for for a, And dark, he gets a happy ending for a dark and gritty, for dark and gritty quote unquote these movies are actually quite optimistic yeah like they want things to be okay
1: I'm just like ah, oh, I, I love it so much. Yeah. And Michael Caine, he's only in it for like 15 minutes, but he's, he's he, so good. I, I think it deserved like an Oscar nomination oh, for it. He's amazing. In that movie. Um, Anne Hathaway is the best Catwoman. She's great. Yeah. Once again, to everybody who likes Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm sorry. That's not Catwoman. That's just yeah. crazy lady who dresses up like a
0: cat. I do love Michelle Pfeiffer, but yeah.
1: Oh, great performance. Not Catwoman. Not catwoman. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy, so good. Yes. Um. So good. Pretty much, I will say my biggest problem with it, my favorite movie, favorite superhero movie, not Flawless. Yeah, of course. Um, Talia is probably the biggest flaw of the movie. Um, And that's just because they felt the need to crowbar another twist in there a la uh, Liam Neeson in Batman Begins. Yeah. (laughs) That being said, it's... Hugely ambitious, you get to the end and it's just thousands of people in the street fighting each other. Yeah. And there's the huge chase sequence. So, so well done. And I love the score. Um, I think it might be Hans Zimmer's best work. Mm. Um Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt's great. Um I really love how they, they they just go with the theme of Batman Can Live On Beyond Bruce Wayne, and they, they, they are able to make that yeah. not horribly stupid. Right. Um, the Robin things have been on the nose. Yeah. Although when I'm watching, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, you just, just into it, like, yeah. If I'm watching with like other people, I'm like, oh, hey, look at this, this, this yeah. stupid little inconsistency or whatever. But when I'm watching it by myself, I'm yeah. like, I drown all of that crap mm-hmm. out and mm-hmm. I'm nothing just matters. like, I just focus right in on the movie yeah. and it has me for the two hours and 45 <laughs> minutes that it goes. Yeah. And nothing matters. <laughs> that it uh... I, w- yeah. I wish I could talk to Christopher Nolan and be like, thank you for making that movie. I don't care how much crap you got for it. Thank you for making that movie.
0: It's like yeah. you made it for me. <laughs> and, and then he goes, and I did. <laughs> and then Santa shows up. Uh, well, my number one is The Dark Knight. Um, I don't know what I can say that we haven't already said. Oh, oh, uh, I'm, I'm just
1: receiving our, our Christopher Nolan checks. <laughs> and I just, you know. Don't it- worry, Tyler. If you're listening, yours will be on the way shortly. <laughs>
0: Fine, whatever. but there's a lot of uh, Dark Dark Knight is one of those movies like I've I've said it a billion times in my life and on these podcasts it's a brilliant movie my number one on this could be a couple of different of these movies for very different reasons right but I felt pretty comfortable like yeah I can say The Dark Knight is my favorite superhero movie of all time I can say that I I could say it about a lot of these movies but I don't mind landing on that one yeah Uh, so I guess in summation my top ten list from Britain uh, in Descending Order Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 The Secret of the Ooze Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. It
1: starts with Conan Jicone and Jico, and it goes all the way to Dark Dark Knight. Knight. I love
0: it. Favorites, not best. Uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, The Rocketeer, Iron Man, Superman the movie. Iron Man was also a tie with Guardians 2. Logan, Big Hero 6, The Avengers, The Incredibles, The Dark Knight, and Alex's. Okay, so mine is
1: Guardians 2, X2, X-Men United, Captain America Civil War, Captain America the Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron. Watchmen, X-Men Days of Future Past, The Dark Knight, Logan, and The Dark Knight Rises. Uh,
0: My honorable mentions were Wonder Woman, Dread, The Crow, and City Under Siege.
1: Oh, crap. I've got to look at those again. Uh, Mine were Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil Director's Cut, uh, Superman the Movie, and there's one more. Batman Begins.
0: Batman Begins, yeah. Uh, What is Tyler's preliminary list? So we can go ahead and get this. Okay. Now, again, Tyler (laughs) might have edited this before, by, by this point. This is... The, the the draft of his script, yeah. of his list. And I know that Wonder Woman was going to end up on in his <coughs> top ten. We don't know where, but it was going to be on there. Well, maybe. Theoretically. Maybe. Possibly. So, ten to one. Got
1: The Wolverine. Mm. Uh Dark Knight Rises. When we review that, he really loved The Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then Avengers at number eight. Iron Man. Avengers Age of Ultron. Guardians of the Galaxy, two. Mm-hmm couldn't tell he's a big fan of the mcu big (laughs) mcu uh x-men days of future past and number four which is where i put it i believe let's see age of ultron is the same place as where i put i believe and then x-men days of future past oh whatever um number three logan
0: two uh
1: the dark knight number one civil war
0: nice what um what's the oldest movie on that list is it iron man slash dark knight i believe so cool yes I think I think mine yes, is mine is either Mine <laughs> Superman. Yeah, mine Superman. Yeah, mine would be Superman. And then I guess technically one of Tyler's honorable mentions is Wonder Woman. We don't know where he And he that might have changed. When he comes back we'll 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 check in with him and see if anything got edited. But Yeah. Yeah. So that's... those are our superhero movies. And again, like this is gonna shift and change. I recently watched a few superhero movies that did not change the list. They were The Mask, Swamp Thing, and Elektra. None of those got onto the list. <laughs> sorry everybody uh, but and hey if, if you don't like any of these movies or whatever
1: you're fine it's yeah, fine i surprised but you're fine people have different favorites it's fine if you don't whatever I don't care yeah
0: life. <laughs> <Leave your left laughs> cannot right? take away that ending to Dark Night Rises we I mean, obviously didn't get into like the animated superhero movies because that would be way too much right. like, if we did I would have put Planet Hulk on because that is baller I might have put Mask of the Phantasm sure that was on the Rotten Tomatoes list. Yeah. I remember. That movie's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long time. Under the Red Hood is also really solid. Yeah. Um, the animated DC movies seem to be pretty pretty killer. Uh, Except for Killing Joke. Well, like,
1: I, I, I believe the past few years they've kind of sunk oh, in really? quality. Because they're trying to go for the new
0: 52 type mm, stuff. Okay. I, I
1: believe that is gotcha, leading gotcha, gotcha. to decline in quality. And then nobody liked Killing Joke. So Yeah, which is such a
0: shame because I know that comic is very beloved. Yeah anyway (laughs) there's our list but thanks for sticking with us kids um next time we're gonna be doing logan um also we're gonna be doing our top 10 uh uh growing like time skip movies like 17 again 13 going on 30 uh those kind of movies there's only like six of them so we'll be interested to see how we order them big is one See, weirdly enough, Britain will be the only one that has a list. Also, there's Wait Till You're Older, which is literally the Chinese adaptation of Big. This movie actually exists. He dies in the end because he can't stop aging. I'm not kidding. It's amazing. I like The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. The movie did happen, didn't it? Featuring <laughs> Elias Piteas. Um, You can find us. Let's see if I can do it. Oh, God. I can do <laughs> this it. is not going to go well. This is the part where Tyler stops listening. <laughs> Tyler I'm sorry You can find us On the blogs At herecomethesequels.blogspot.com Okay you got You got one of them You can find us On Twitter At HCTsequels I believe so You can email I don't actually
1: us. know If any of this is correct I you, don't keep track of this You can email
0: us At Is it an abbreviation Or is it the full thing I don't know <laughs> Okay, here are the two addresses you should try.
1: Here, here, I, I can pull it up. I've got the descriptions
0: for the episodes. Okay, I, do that. Can, we're also can, we're on iTunes. Just, um, just type
1: in "Here Come the Sequels" on in, iTunes.
0: Yeah, you'll find us.
1: You can email us at herecomethesequels at gmail There we go. Let us. <laughs> it's that simple, kids. Let us know what your lists is at, lists are for your favorite superhero yeah, movies. Leave a comment and how wrong we are yeah. about ours. Leave a comment. Um, insult me for mentioning that I like Daredevil and the amazing Spider-Man. And then praise Britain for liking Go Ninja, Go Ninja Go. And insult me for anything. (laughs) See, see, I refuse to call it the actual title that it's called because I'm just like, Go Ninja, Go Ninja Go. I mean, that's. It's fine. That's not (laughs) accurate. It's fine. That happened in the movie. (laughs) I believe that's it. Are we done? I think, I, think I, think that's all.
0: I think that's see, the whole thing. See, this is the problem because because Tyler's usually the one that kind of Tyler does the coda. He starts and he he starts us and he ends. He's... Yeah. So, what's your favorite? What are your top ten Tyler friendship moments? <laughs> I don't have ten. I have a million. Oh. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, if you're still listening to this Godspeed, buddy Why? We miss you? Everything's fine Tyler's totally okay He's not sick or anything He will be here the next episode Yeah, right? we're gonna do Logan And we're saving it specifically So we can do it with him we no, all no, 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 no.
1: He, He's been in a coma I, I just made up his list for him <laughs> That's why Wonder
0: Woman's not on the list Because I, I am actively deciding Not to put it on the list I thought about like reading his list And just like, randomly inserting Like a Barbie movie <laughs> Just like, da, 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 freedom riders, and then just keeping, we are Marshall, okay. Which is great. Uh, thank Clerks
1: you, guys. 2? <laughs> <laughs> I thought
0: I'm putting yoga hosers on my list just to see how big the van in Alex's temple would get. Uh, well, stay rogue, everybody. Play more games. Watch movies. Sorry about that. <laughs> Masculism is a prison. Cry during movies.